Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And now, folks, you are about to witness the most amazing, the most astounding living monstrosity... Of all time. Yeah, that's right. Bow, sucker. Yeah. <laughs> Bow down to your master. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? It's the Big Mad Morning Show. <clears throat> Excuse me, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Listen online, the website that rocks, KMOD.com. Past shows are available on iTunes. Search under BMMS. Listen with your cell phone. Get the iHeartRadio app. Available from the app store of your cell phone provider. More on that at iHeartRadio.com. And we are on Facebook. Facebook.com slash BMMS69. That's where you can hang out with us each and every day. Good morning, Lindsay. Good morning, Corbin. Good morning, Gimpy. Good morning. Going through puberty, all right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. We got tickets to Metallica. <laughs> Two pairs of tickets. Two pairs of pairs. So you're going to be going to a show on Friday and then one on Sunday. This is all happening down in Arlington. Rock and roll! For the Metallica M72 World Tour that's going to be happening in August of next year. 
Anybody who wins with us is going to get uh, qualified to earn, get an upgrade to get some gas and hotel while you're there. <laughs> the Metallica lineup is, of course, the same both nights, but there's a different opener and different set list for each night. Pretty badass. Hell yeah. So be listening for that at 7.30. We've got best and worst of the weekend. We've got our listeners are awesome. If you are ready to not buy gifts for your significant other anymore and get a divorce, (laughs) Jeff can help you with that. He'll be in at 9 to answer your questions. We've been doing this for years, and each time, Eiler always learns something that I was not aware of. So don't feel like there's any question that you can't ask when it comes to family law. He'll be in at 9. You can get your question to us ahead of time a couple of ways. Email show at KMOD.com or you can text it, BMMS, and whatever that question is to 82945. And we are looking for heroes, people that go above and beyond in your life. Can be a teacher, can be a first responder, can be a co-worker who's been a volunteer, who started a food bank. That's who our last one was. And that's what it's about, is finding these people that are unsung heroes in our community. And we've teamed up with U.S. Cellular, and we do something nice for them. Uh, The last person we gave $500 to, if I remember right, she was very excited to buy canned goods. Mm -hmm. So make sure you uh, go to the website that rocks, KMOD.com, and fill out the form of the hero in your life so we can recognize them. We've got a couple more we're going to do. It's all from U.S. Cellular. So, again, KMOD.com. Hey, heroes. You rock. Uh, how you feeling, Linz? Okay. What's going on? Wow. That's just not the normal response. No. <laughs> What's be going like, on? I'm feeling great. Uh, super fantastic. Yeah. Um, actually, a uh, little sinusy. Okay. A little, yeah. Okay. I, I was sneezing a whole, whole, whole bunch over the weekend. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Oh, so, good for you. It's a different response that's from you than the normal, what I was expecting. So yeah, were you I'm expecting just, just really good? I mean, usually <laughs> you're very peppy. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. Yeah. Little yeah. little sinusy. Okay. Mm. Yeah. But everything else is good? Uh yeah. Okay. Anything mm-hmm. you need to tell us? Is there something you want to tell us? No. <laughs> <laughs> something you'd like to tell me? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. <Don't> think so. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> Something you'd like to tell me before I tell you? <laughs> um, I already know. You might as well no, just come play. So. <laughs> you manipulating bitch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just was asking because we just did the toy drive. Yeah. We, man, we were so grateful for everybody that came out and collecting toys for the Marines and toys for tots. And our sponsor, U.S. Cellular, Dave & Buster's was awesome. Hell yeah, they were. Um, Tulsa Power Sports and Outdoors was awesome. Um some really big UPS. For real, yeah. man. For so cool. real. Brought a whole damn truckload. Yeah. Literal. 28 truck footer. Load. Yeah. <laughs> it's a pup truck. We could have taken more. We could have. Mm-hmm. 28 foot's <laughs> nothing. And we nothing. did, actually, because he had a coworker show up later. Yes. Yeah. Well, next year, we can't wait to be a part of it again. So yeah. we look forward to you guys being a part of it. Thank you again to everybody, specifically U.S. Cellular and Dave and & Buster's, for making it happen. And Tulsa Power Sports and Outdoors. It was... It was awesome. Yeah. I went home and slept my hour and then continued on with my day. Amen. Oh, just an hour's all you got, huh? Yeah. I feel you, bro. I fell asleep for an hour on the couch and then got up and went to bed and slept for like six more. It was great. Lucky. I was laughing <laughs> multiple times during the toy drive just because mm-hmm. of how evolved. I mean, we I've been doing it for more than 10 years. Mm-hmm. And the um, 
in the beginning, it would be like crash right. when I get home. Oh, yeah. Hardcore. Yeah. Oh, and sore all over. Yes. Yeah. And sleep until like <sighs> 7 o'clock at night. Yeah. 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 Right? And now <laughs> uh, I do stretches throughout the uh, toy drives, so I'm not nice. sore. I uh, do sock changes. <laughs> I hydrate a lot. Yeah. Right? Gim- I saw Gimpy drinking his liquid uh, IV. IV. Yeah. I, I, I drink something very similar. Yeah. Just That's it's a- very bizarre how different it is. And then I get home, I got a shower. Oh, yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Uh, I have, it's called a phone scrubber. So I do my phone scrubber, which is. Kills all the germs and it's supposed to, right? I don't know right, if it does. Right, right. I vonage my nose. You know what that is? You know what a vonage is? No. Oh, girl. Is that like a, a so neti pot bizarre. type thing? It is. Um, it makes neti pot look like kindergarten. Excellent. Right, right, right. Tell me it's more. Like a power washer it's, for your nasal yeah, cavity. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So it's kind of a large device, but you, it's got two little nozzles on it that go in your nose. Uh-huh. One is for the sucking and one's for the spraying. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And so you put it up there and you hit the button and you have to keep your mouth open. Right. Of course. <laughs> because it all spews out or else you're going to get a mouthful of snot water. Yeah. Sure. And uh, it takes like pff, 15 seconds maybe. And then everything's in the bottom vessel and it's cleared out your sinus cavity. It sounds like something I need in my life. It is fantastic. Fantastic. Yes, because I do have um, like a it's like a neti pot, but it's not a neti pot. It's a an electric one. You push the button, and it's only one nostril goes up one, comes out the other. Mm. But I like the sound of yeah. one that sucks and one that blows. Amen to that, right? Same time, <laughs> it's a pretty good video. Yeah, it's unbelievably awesome. Ooh, if I and had that, I probably wouldn't have spent the whole weekend sneezing. I've done it with just like cold water, which yeah. is all refreshing. Like, and then I've done it with like kind of warm water. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Now, do you always use though distilled water whenever no, you do it? Because you don't it have to. Freaks me out. What amoebas, freaks you out? Not dis- of amoebas. What are you talking about? In you drink. The water. You drink tap water. Uh, but so, it goes through a, a filtration. So I still put water- it in the Brita. The water's only clean because they tell you it is. Sure, but so is the distilled. Yeah, I know. But still, it's just a, a weird thing because I read a couple of stories where oh, the neti pot fun. got a kid or got an adult. Yeah, they got it through the amoeba through a neti pot, using a neti yeah, pot. But if you're not cleaning the neti pot after every use, uh-huh. then that could totally happen. That's yeah. the problem with those type of stories is you see a headline and you're like, oh, that could happen to me. Well, they also had like it stored near the sock you know, they're dirty shoes. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Or right. something to that effect. Yeah. It's never been cleaned, ever. Yeah. So you can't take those. Yeah, distilled water out of the tap is fine. You drink it. And Gimpy's right. You only know it's clean because they say. hmm But you drink it. And I sure, you do the Brita thing. How yeah. do you even know that's working? Right, because they tell you. Because the light is still green. <laughs> have you seen the thing that people are doing on TikTok with Britas? No. Yes. Yes, is, and there's a huge part of me that wants oh, to try it. Oh, the vodka thing? Yes. Yeah, any liquor at all whatsoever, but yeah, I've it's seen a, a lot with vodka, yeah. The idea is you buy a cheap, cheap, cheap vodka mm-hmm. and put it in a Brita, and it's supposed to make it as good as whatever high top shelf yeah. vodka there is. Hmm. I'm not that base. I don't know if that... <laughs> I don't know if that would work. Why wouldn't it? I don't know. It's charcoal. True. Yeah. That's what filtering yeah. does. I say it's worth a shot. There we go. I mean, why not? I got I mean, noses to Vinage. I got. Well, I ain't waiting on that. Here's you got the Brita, right? Uh, get like a ten dollar handle. 
Yeah. Of vodka. Pop off? Oh, yeah. And that way you're only out 10 bucks, right? And I get it. You got a way to take some time, but if it's worth it, why not? Okay, so I am not a tequila person. Mm-hmm. I can tell the difference between low-grade tequila and high-grade. Mm-hmm. I can tell Hashtag the difference. truth. Right? Yes. Yeah. Um, brown water, I'm sure you can. I can't. I think they all taste like garbage, with the exception mm-hmm. of maybe a few. Mm-hmm. Right? It's just not my thing. Yeah. Vodka, it all tastes the same to me. You think mm. so, huh? And it and vodka's tasteless. That's See, why alcoholics love it. That's that. I, I don't have to disagree so. with you on that one. Vodka has a very distinct alcohol taste, like a rubbing alcohol. It tastes like taste. alcohol. Yeah, yeah. But when people say tasteless, you think water. Water is completely tasteless unless you know it's tastes like water. Exactly. There is no flavor there to it. I mean, yes, there is a burn of alcohol. Mm-hmm. I get you. But but there's no taste. But, but, like tequila has a taste yeah. and a burn of alcohol. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Separate categories. Absolutely. But when it comes to like cheap, you can tell the difference between cheap vodka and good vodka. Mm-hmm. I'll get you a bottle of Tavarsky or yeah. a bottle of Pop-Off <laughs> or something, and they get you a bottle of Tito's. Hell, even get you a bottle of Western Sun. I mean, you know, that's still, it's cheap. Right. It's, it's affordable, but goddamn, is it good. So if you get- $17 for a handle. Isn't yeah. That great? It's amazing. So do that sometime. Get you just like a half a pint of some of the cheapest vodka you can find, and I bet you you can tell the difference. I can tell the difference. Yeah, but I- if I'm pouring it, I'm going to know. Because it's already in your mind? No, so I'm going to- So you have to do like a blind taste test sort of thing? Yeah. Done. I- Done. Okay, I sure. need a reason to go to the liquor store anyway. Do you? Yeah. Yes, my cabinets, my counter space is getting low. Yeah, you go in there and they're like, put it on the bill there, uh, give me. Yeah, all right, hit you on Friday. Mm-hmm. Got, you, got it already sacked for you? <laughs> yeah. You know you got a problem if you go in and they have it sacked. Right. Your Yeesh. brand, your bottle. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But if you go to the bar and they have your beer ready, you're like, noise. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah. You don't have a problem. Doesn't then. feel like a problem. Yeah. <laughs> Again, how my life has evolved, that doesn't happen anymore. Starbucks, it happens. Yeah, they already got you. Hey, Corbin, you go, the huge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Give me plain black Joe, please. How's the wife and kids? Oh, you know. How's the job? Uh, put a little change in my pocket. <laughs> oh, go on upstairs. Best is waiting. <laughs> Saloon reference. Uh, all right. So, Yes. Toy Drive was awesome. Thank you to everybody that came out. Mm-hmm. People brought gifts for us. And, dude, that Star Wars game is money. Yeah, I never did get a chance to try it, but you got Brady hooked on it. So, dude, it yeah. was their high awesome. score. Oh, I wonder if you still have the high score. The Star Wars dojo yeah. is what it was. I walk out and I, out of the bathroom and I see you with this contraption on your head. And you're just kind VR of, thing. It's a VR thing. Yeah, it's a VR thing, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, you just kind of look kind of funny because you got the thing on your head and you're just kind of standing there and you got one controller in each hand. And I'm just sitting there watching yeah. you. I was like, huh, I wonder when he's going to start. And then I got tired of waiting, so I went in. But I laughed at you a little bit and they kept on going. With my the face. funny thing about VR helmets or face things mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. is it's like halfway between I'm going to poop and I'm gonna jump. Like it's the weirdest position. It's kind of like, oh yeah, yeah. Your stance, yeah. right? <laughs> You're almost in linebacker stance, right? Right. Quick feet, quick feet, quick feet. Mm-hmm. Turn, right? And you're almost like, <laughs> a little. If I'm down a little bit more, my my center of gravity is a little lower. Uh-huh. Right, right. And I might be squatting. No need for any of that. You can stand no. up. You can no. stand up like a normal no. human being. You're right. <laughs> the ones you watch on TV or on the the internets. Uh-huh. Right. 
right? They're they're like they look like they're about ready to go to war, right? Yeah. Like Nobody you're... looks cool doing it. Nobody like their hand on their hip, like hey, 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 hey. No, man, because you're in it. It's right there. You are in it. Yeah, <laughs> it's fun though. Yeah, and I've never had. Usually, every VR experience I've done, I'm like, well, this is dumb, right? But this was awesome. And you also see this happen on internet videos of people using their VR helmets or masks or whatever, visors. What are they called? VR uh, mask. I Headset. think. Headset. 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 Okay. Headset. Is you're breaking something. I almost broke the machine. There were many Uh-oh. times I would, like, because you have to throw your lightsaber, uh-huh. and I would get, and hit this thing. <laughs> and Eric, the manager at Dave & Buster's, he was like, yeah, it happens all the time. <laughs> well, yeah, man. I love watching those people on those videos just run into walls and stuff. I mean, that's one thing that kind of holds me back from it, you know. But uh, at the same time, well, that and the cost, you know, it's not cheap. Those things yeah. are not cheap. But uh, I love watching them. Fall over tables, run into walls, yeah. Yeah. Or doors or whatever. Yeah. Those and hoverboards, man. Right. People get hoverboards and they're like, look at me, I'm 12 again. Yeah, I learned my lesson the hard way on that one. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, man. I was. I remember we had that one at the old station, right? People would just buzz around. Usually it was Brady's daughter, but other people, you know, would just buzz around the station. I was like, let's try this. I'm totally coordinated. No, he's not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I had my my vape, that giant vape contraction that I had in my back pocket. And I, all right, we'll get on this son of a bitch, get this one here, and start wobbling back and forth, as you do when you're doing the, the, the hoverboards. And that son of a bitch came right out from underneath me. Boom. And I landed, busted my ass, right? Completely shattered my vape that was in my pocket. So now I've got this oily stain covering <laughs> half my ass. Yeah, you know? and the stain from the... <laughs> right, right, right. And I was just like, ah, damn it. And uh, haven't been on a hoverboard since then. Don't blame me. I see too many people get injured. I'm like, nope. Yeah. That is not for me. Uh, mm. What might be for you, though, is a pair, two pair of tickets to Metallica for that M72 World Tour down at the AT&T Stadium in Arlington next year. We got some tickets we'll give away for that coming up at 7.30. We've got Best and Worst of the Weekend. Our listeners are awesome. Jeff Hensley will join us. We'll take a break, and we'll be back. Tulsa's Morning Show is coming right back. The Big Mad Morning Show. Tulsa's Rock Station. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Coming up, we got best and worst of the weekend. Those tickets for Metallica, but right now, news quickies. It's time for news quickies, world news, local news, and news that just makes you say, what the Here's Corbin, Gimpy, and Lindsay with what's going on. News quickies from the Big Man Morning Show in 97.5 KMOD. Mississippi golfer bites off other man's nose in feud over game. So 51-year-old Mark Wells of Biloxi, Mississippi, he's accused of getting into an altercation with his playing partner after a round of golf and then going on to bite off the other man's nose in a casino parking lot later in the day. He was charged with felony mayhem. He walked out of jail within an hour of booking after paying 10% of his $50,000 bond. Now, according to uh, the station that reported the incident, the nose was not found at the scene. 
the victim was taken to the hospital. And according to the Biloxi Sun-Herald, Mark Wells, he faces up to seven years in prison if convicted of the felony, which state law defines as a premeditated crime committed with the intent to kill, in which the suspect mutilates, disfigures, disables, or destroys someone's tongue, eye, lip, nose, limb, or any other body part. I want to know what what happened. What what caused this? Right. What happened? Somebody did they cheating. cheat? Mm-hmm. Come on, man. And they were partners. Like that. Uh, they were okay. So he didn't carry partners. his weight. Right. Right. That probably could be. I, I, mm. I don't get it. I don't get it. There had to have been something else. Like maybe he ruined his nine iron. Uh, found no. out he was banging his wife or something. I don't know. Even that, you're not eating the face. <laughs> you may assault them. Right. you're not going to bite their nose off. Right. Well, unless there's alcohol involved, because you know on the course people are drinking, you know, and all right, it could get to a face-eating level. I don't, Oof, I don't think I don't... so, dude. Huh? Yeah, that's just gross. I mean, Mike Tyson did it on an ear, and he wasn't even drunk. They were boxing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were close to each other. Yeah. Like, he was literally, his ear was just there. Yeah, so my guess is they're up in each other's face. F you, no F you. Because they're like right there face to face. That is a soy boy move, man. Right? <laughs> Whatever. Whatever it takes to make, you know, to win the fight. You gotta have some strong teeth. Bite through all that cartilage and tear off it. I don't think oh, so. No, 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 no. The no. nose, uh, not until like th- almost three quarters of the way up, you can actually feel that's, there's no bone. There's nothing. Like you could get through it easy. Right. You could bite the tip of somebody's nose off. No problem. Just right there. Just the top. Yeah. Just the tip. Just to see how it feels. Yeah. You easily could. Yikes. Man. Challenge accepted. Yeah, right. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> Man, Got it's it. store clerk <laughs> over Karen comment. Uh, there's this gal. Her name's Genesis Sanchez Canales, and she works at the Dollar Tree. And she got in a bit of a verbal argument with a female customer over those little plastic grocery bags that make perfect trash liners for your bathroom trash can. Oh, yeah. Anyhow, so they're arguing back and forth, and then the customer goes ahead and whips out their old phone and starts recording the argument. And that's when uh, old Genesis called the woman a Karen. Well, Karen's husband, Jason Allen Dobbins, he didn't really like that too much. So he hauls back and smacks the dog ass out of her. Open hand slaps the woman just bam right across the left side of her face. All right, well, now the cops are involved. Cops come out. They arrest the man. They question him. He's like, yes, there was an argument over the trash bags, but he didn't want to talk anymore about this whole Karen situation. I guess Karen just kind of sets him over the edge. Nonetheless, he went to jail for battery, uh, but since he has a previous battery conviction, he's looking at felony battery for slapping the Dollar Tree worker. Yeah, don't, come on. They're just trying to work. Exactly. You get a little lip, so what? Right. You're going to both be buried in the same dirt. Calm down. Yeah, you know, don't be calling my wife no Karen, (laughs) even if that is her real name. Man poses as blonde woman, convinces police officer to hand over patrol car. (laughs) A 23-year-old New Zealand man was so fascinated with police he decided to catfish a police officer on a dating app. Besides the police officer, Tyler Toretta, 23 at the time, convinced two other individuals to buy him iPhones, a car, and even engage in sex with him. Toretta convinced one uh, convinced the officer, after posing as a female officer, to hand over a squad car to help plant a listening device, stating she was part of an undercover unit. <laughs> Toretta then posed as the colleague of the female officer to receive the car. 
Toretta had the car for over four hours and even convinced the victim to hand over the car a second time. The accused was easily bored as a reason to why he did it. He was sentenced to three years on eight of the 11 charges that he was charged with. And it go, this is totally a page right out of the Tinder swindler mm-hmm. um, that th- th- it goes even more. Like he convinced people to buy him a car and have sex with him. Mm-hmm. It was the craziest thing. The psychology of this is like, do you just get a little power? Is that what I, it is? I think right. so. You re- maybe for you, it just is very easy to find people that are that trust you right right you may misinterpret that as you're good at it Mm -hmm. but you really are finding people that are just are trustworthy people right and then say you're praying on the weak right weak-minded praying on the kind yes i would maybe say a little differently right like Mm -hmm. praying on the kind you're just being kind Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. and then the next thing you know you're like this is like a drug but as an officer, you'd think that, like, they would have the wherewithal to be like, mm, I'm not going to go ahead and just hand over my police cruiser. Yeah. Yeah, but if you can be convincing. True, but do you think there's, like, channels that you have to go through? At radio stations, you, some of them, you've got to, like, check things out, like equipment or whatever, like, write down on a sheet. All right, yeah. I took, you know, this line out here, blah, blah, yeah. blah, 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 and date and initial it. I would like to think that they have the same sort of process mm-hmm. at at least a, a police station. If I take my squad car home, mm-hmm. and it's my car I drive all the time, even when I'm off duty, right. which happens, yeah. I ain't got to check it out. <sighs> Uh, true, then you're just dumb. Oh, for sure. <laughs> you should dumb, not man. be doing it. No, you, no. And he, the guy, the officer, mm-hmm. he testified as a victim in court at the sentencing and talked about how embarrassed and humiliated was, couldn't return to the police force. As you should. Yeah, mm-hmm. you shouldn't be a police officer if you're no. not your squad. No. And ballistic vests, by the way. There were other things he ended up loaning out. Well, yeah. I mean, I imagine the car is chock full of stuff or whatever, but... Come on, man. Come on, man. Yeah. All off social media. If you don't meet, I don't know why we got to say that. If you don't meet someone face to face, Mm -hmm. then they ain't real. Exactly. They just ain't. Right. All these people, you have all these friends you've never met in person on Facebook, Mm -hmm. whatever. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm dating this girl. We've never met. That ain't happening. That's fantasy land. Right. But you believe it. You're like, nope, we're dating. Nope. I have 400 friends. Because it makes you feel good. Right. Yeah. Unbelievable. I read that headline at first. I'm like, how did the cop not know it was a man? That's what I'm wondering. I mean, like, why did you even go ahead and give it away? Why would you think that that's fine? Yeah. That makes no sense. He would steal photos of another police officer who was online and Uh use those as her. Wow. So, because some of the, there's some social media accounts of police officers that are smoke shows. Oh, yeah. I've seen right? On TikTok. Yeah. And I don't know. It's just hot. It just is. <laughs> and this guy was like, derp, derp. I'll move a couch some, for some you. Badge, yeah. Totally. There's one on, on, um, on Tinder. Uh, tin, what the hell is it? The, uh, oh, the Chinese app. TikTok. TikTok. Thank you. They, uh, there's one that I can't get enough of right now, and it's mm-hmm. this officer who's a she's a police cop. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, she's a dog cop. So she, uh, yeah, Units. yeah, exactly. <laughs> and she does this thing where she can release. I didn't know that police officers who have canines do this, but she has a button she pushes and lets the dog out of the car when oh. she wants. Oh, okay. And so she will, um, she will. Uh, be like, all right, we're going to test to see how good he's doing. We're on break, and I need to do this every so often. And so he's in the car. I'll push this button. He has to come find me. 
And so she'll walk and walk and walk and walk and walk and walk, like far. Right. And then you're like, she shows the camera. She's like, you can't see the squad car. There's nothing yeah. around me in the woods. She pushes the button, and you hear the, you can kind of hear the car go tunk, and it opens up. And then two seconds, the dog's like, <laughs> wow. right there. It's all, that I'm, is cool. I know. That is cool. So fascinating. I can just get wrapped up in going through all the things that she does with this dog. Hell yeah. Anyway. Uh, all right. All these stories are on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash BMMS69. Uh, we'll take a break and we'll be back. Yeah. Tulsa's morning show, the Big Bad Morning Show. The assault continues next. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. And uh, we've got a chance for you to tell us about the unsung hero in your life. We want to do something nice for them. They do nice things for people all the time. We want to return it. We teamed up with U.S. Cellular. All you need to do is go to the website that rocks, KMOD.com, click on the contest page, and you'll see where the hero spot is. Fill out the information, put your name, and then tell us about the hero, and uh, we'll do something nice for them. We've done uh, the guy who'd been volunteering for 13 years with CASA. Mm -hmm. Uh, We took care of the woman who started a food bank in her community Mm -hmm. to help feed people, and the number of people she's fed, just her and her husband, impressive. Yeah. And so it's those type of people we want to do something nice for. Again, go to the website that rocks, KMOD.com. And I don't want to hear, uh, I don't think my person deserves it. Let us decide. Right. Let us decide. Go to the website that rocks, KMOD.com. Click on the contest page and tell us why the unsung hero in your life needs to be recognized. All brought to you by U.S. Cellular. Hey, heroes. You rock. Let's see what Lindsay has for Balls to the Wall Sports. Two long winning streaks are still alive while another is over in the NFL. The 49ers extended their winning streak to a league best five straight with a 33-17 victory over the Dolphins. That snapped Miami's five-game winning streak. The Bengals knocked off the Chiefs 27-24 to to run their winning streak uh, to four in a row. It was it was a decent game. I, no, I had a text. I had to text you though because yeah. the touchdown that your boy Patrick Mahomes made was awesome. Yeah. Oh, that uh, jump man. Yes. Yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah. I don't know if that was impressive. It was impressive. It counted, but I don't yeah, know if it was I in. I don't think. It was I don't think it was. Out. It looked like it was. It, it looks count. like it was coming down. Yeah. yeah. They. You got to tackle, boys. You got to tackle. <laughs> yeah. Come on, man. You got four. First of all, Burrow and Chase are studs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Studs. Yeah. So, but when you got four guys, Chiefs players, come on, man. You got to got to wrap up. Yeah. Got to do bit textbook tackling. It's easy to sit in my house and say what they did wrong. Mm-hmm. It's easy. But it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's fine. First time he's lost in November. Oh. Patrick Mahomes. Like any November? Ever? In November, December. Wow. He, he, he hasn't lost in like November and December for like since the whole time he's been in the NFL. Interesting. Yeah. And they've never won. The Chiefs have never won in Cincinnati since 1984. Huh. Cincinnati just brings it the 
Yeah, good for yeah. them. Every team has their kryptonite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there yeah, it yeah. is. Uh, Casey is now tied with Buffalo atop the AFC at nine and three, but the Bills currently hold the tiebreaker for the top seed. Elsewhere, the Eagles and Cowboys both won their third straight games. Philly cruised past the Titans 35 to 10, while Dallas crushed the Colts 54 to 19. Yeah, that was embarrassing. It, yeah. There, there is some talk that uh, people were pissed that the Cowboys ran up the score. It's like, what are you? They're not kids. Right. Right. This isn't. Did it hurt their feelings? (laughs) What do you mean? And early on, the Colts looked pretty good, right? In the beginning. Yeah. They scored first. And yeah. yeah. Well, that doesn't mean anything. Scoring first means nothing. It's true. It's true. But they looked good, right? In the beginning. No, I don't think they did. (laughs) The Eagles hold the best record now in the NFL at 11 and 1, still two games ahead of the Cowboys. Um, uh, the Cowboys dropped 33 points in the fourth quarter, yeah. tied for the second most points any team has scored in the fourth quarter of a game in NFL history. Good for them. Good for yeah, them. It's a fourth quarter game. stop though. laughing at them now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll always laugh. Uh, two teams in the crowded NFC South will clash on Monday Night Football when the Buccaneers welcome the Saints to Tampa. The division-leading Buccaneers are coming off a 23-17 overtime loss to the Browns. Tom Brady threw for 246 yards and two touchdowns in the defeat, while uh, Chris Godwin hauled in 12 catches for 110 yards and a score. Tampa Hooray. has lost four of its last six games, but still leads the NFC South at 5-6. and six. The Saints have lost three of four and are four and eight overall. Uh, the knee injury that Lamar Jackson sustained in the Ravens' 10 to 9 win over the Broncos is not season ending. He was injured on the last play of the first quarter when he was sacked from behind by Denver linebacker Jonathan Cooper. The 25 year old uh, quarterback will undergo more tests, and Baltimore coach John Harbaugh expects to know by Wednesday how long Jackson will be out. Tyler Huntley replaced Jackson in Sunday's win. Keep in mind, this is the same thing that happened last year with the with the Ravens. They were in the hunt. They lost five in a row when he went injured. You, If you're going to be a running quarterback in the NFL, you're just going to get hurt. You mm-hmm. just are. Mm-hmm. And he is definitely one of those guys. It is not sustainable. Speaking of injury, the 49ers are losing another starting quarterback to a season-ending injury. San Francisco head coach Kyler Shanahan said... That Jimmy Garoppolo broke his left foot in the Niners' 33-17 win over the Dolphins on Sunday. Garoppolo left the game early in the first quarter, didn't return to the game. He was replaced by rookie Brock Purdy, who threw for 210 yards, two touchdowns, and one interception. San Francisco had already lost Trey Lance to a season-ending leg injury back in Week 2. These are the quarterback injuries that happened yesterday. Mahomes' foot. A lot of people didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tua, ankle. Lamar, knee. Trevor Lawrence, ankle. Garoppolo, foot. There have been 53 different quarterback starts in the NFL this year. That's a, yeah. it's massive. Wow. It doesn't seem right. And they, Yeah. And the Lamar Jackson thing, like, he that was somebody fell on him in the pocket. Yeah. That was not, he wasn't running the ball. Yeah. Hmm. We'll see what happens. That's your boss to the wall sports. I'm Lindsay on 97.5 AM Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945.
Coming up, we got tickets to Metallica both nights when they play that show in August of 2023 down in Arlington at AT&T Stadium. The M72 World Tour will be making a stop down in Texas uh, in August, and we have your tickets. We're going to get anyone who wins qualified for this gas card and three-night stay in Arlington at a hotel. We're not just going to give you a tent. And so, but you got to be listening to play the game at 7.30 when we do that. Right now, it's best and worst of the week, and we want to know what's the best thing that happened this weekend and the worst thing that happened this weekend. Uh, you can call it 918-460-KMOD, or you can text it. BMMS and what that is to 82945. What's the best and what's the worst of the weekend? Lindsay. Best was finding out that uh, my husband had Friday off of work. Nice. Just like we had a Friday off, so it was a nice uh, surprise to be able to spend an entire day with him. Um, so we uh, spent the day doing what uh, every parent does when their kids are gone. Have sex? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ordering food in and uh, staying in bed and, and, and watching TV. It was awesome. And just relaxing, chilling out. It was great. Um, and then the, uh, what'd you order? Uh, what's that, uh, steak place that you go to Gimpy golden corral? No, God damn right. <laughs> no. Uh, was it Lone Star roadhouse roadhouse? Yeah. yeah roadhouse. Yeah. Yeah. Ordered up a filet. It was delicious. Did I don't you know. I had peanuts on your own. Floor? Yeah. Right. No, I just, I wanted a <laughs> not <potato>. peanuts. <laughs> and for some reason that was the first place that popped up on DoorDash. I was like, all right, cool. Huh? That's what we did. So it was delicious. Um, and we rented a couple of movies that weren't very good. And it was just, it was nice though. Because we don't get ever have any time off except for Sundays. And, of course, it's hunting season, so I don't see him a lot on the weekends at all. So it was a great day. Uh, worst of the weekend, uh, we went to Costco yesterday. and Yeah. Yeah. To go to Costco on a Sunday, mm-hmm. two weeks before Christmas, mm-hmm. feels like dumb. <laughs> Dude, spent more than my car payment at Costco yesterday. Yikes. That's the worst part. On just food. Except for maybe two items that are, you know, batteries. Had to buy bulk up on batteries because it's the holiday season. You can never have enough batteries, you know. Um, and I think uh, I, I got this shirt. It was 10 bucks. <laughs> 10 bucks. Can't eat this shirt, obviously. But wow. the rest of it, yeah, more than a car payment on food items. Uh, yeah. It's a great color on you. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah. Best and worst of the weekend. What's the best thing that happened this weekend and the worst thing that ha- happened this weekend? I feel like we're about to hear something dramatically different. Mm. Uh, Gimpy, what's <laughs> no, the best and what's the worst? I spent all day eating out in bed, too. Uh, no, nah, Friday would be the Ew. best of the weekend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Heading out to Stillwater for the uh, fourth annual Cowboy Cup, spending the afternoon out there. Dude, such an awesome adventure out there. Um I thought I was seeing things for a little Uh-oh. while because, like, I was like, man, is this medicine getting to me or what? Because I think I see a llama. And they did, like, legit had a llama. It was a, it was <laughs> That's a, brilliant. Uh, it was a, uh, <laughs> Uh, emotional support llama is what it was and had it in a t-shirt and everything out there. I was like, that's awesome. We need more of that. And I'm like, that, that's great. Like that they do that because you're, everybody's just ripped out of their gourd and it's like, do I really see a llama? Or it's like, they need more things like that roaming around just like oddball things. You're like, am I tripping? Or is that really, 
did a band of midgets just run through here? What's going on? You know, stuff like that. But, man, it was so awesome. And the, the setup that they had and all the vendors and the samples that were out there. And it was it's just a really, really good time. Did you find out the name of? No. Oh. You did not? So Gimby had this one, because he was a judge, mm. and how many did you have? 25? 40 samples. 40 samples that he had to smoke and judge yeah. based off a bunch of different levels, and, yeah. and he found one he really fell in love with. Yeah, it was a perfect 10, and I keep forgetting to ask the guy, hey, what is this, and where can I <laughs> oh, get it? Man. And I don't know Hazard why the job. I keep forgetting, yeah, <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> But uh, I, I got his number. I'll give him a call. I think it might be in an email somewhere. Who knows? But uh, but it's good. I just don't want to have to travel all the way to, like, Oklahoma City to get it. What's <laughs> the uh, coolest thing that you found that you like, and what's something you saw? You're like, oh, okay. Uh, I think the coolest thing that I think I saw was, I mean, uh, they had this steamroller out there. They had a couple of them. There's this one booth that had a couple of steamrollers. and they had a, a Tell smaller, everybody what a steamroller is a for those steam who don't know. A steamroller is basically a hollow tube. And you, you put your mouth on one end and you cover up the other end with your hand and it's got your your bowl or whatever it is that you light and then it pushes all this smoke into your lungs. All right. So they had one and it was like this hollowed out tube, cardboard tube, and and those tubes had like holes drilled in them and, and this one tube had like twelve pre rolls, like full size pre rolls in it. Just go into town and like here, hit this and you hit that, and at least my first thought was, oh, that was a mistake. <laughs> that was bad news. But, I mean, so that was probably cool because they had, like, a smaller one and then a medium-sized one and then one that was much bigger. And I went for the medium-sized one because, well, that's all that they had. And he's like, well, we got this one, too. And he shows it to me, this massive contraption. I'm like, I'm not messing with that. I'm not messing with that at all. So Steamroll, because it, it rolls like a steamroll. It yeah. rolls through, but also because it... Push it. Knocks you on your ass, right? <laughs> Steamrolls you, yeah. So that's probably the coolest thing that I saw out there. Their VIP lounge was pretty groovy. You go in there, they had a live DJ spinning around and all nice uh, comfy couches and bean bags to hang out in and snacks and stuff like that. And I was like, this is like actually like legit the perfect VIP lounge for this event. Right. <laughs> you know? They have Rice Krispie treats and little <laughs> chocolates all over the place. And I was like, this... This is awesome. You got to be careful going to a VIP lounge in an event like that or else because you don't know what you're, you you know what you're eating. It may say Rice Krispie Treats, but you got to remember. Is it infused? Yeah, you're at an event where. (laughs) (laughs) Luckily, they were Like that scene in Tulsa Kings where (laughs) he's eating this jam and he's like, this is good. And then he's just ripped out of his gourd after that. (laughs) Yeah, and they're like, of course. (laughs) You're at a weed farm, man. What'd you expect? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, worst part of the weekend went out uh, karaoke on Saturday night, and I guess at some point in time I lost my motorcycle keys. Oh no! I mean, I had them in my pocket, my inside pocket of my cut, and there's a little bit of a place where they could potentially fall out, but normally they don't. Normally they don't. And I go and I'm reaching, I'm looking in my pockets for you know, like cigarettes or light or something. Yesterday, and I said, <gasps> "Where's my keys? I couldn't find my keys anywhere." Still haven't found them. Lucky for me, I've got extra sets, so it's not a big deal. But yeah. I gotta call. I gotta call Grumpies and be like, "Hey, did y'all just happen to find a set of motorcycle keys on the floor? Something you to that get one thing. of those, man. Y- yeah, right. Mm. You're getting old. Gotta that, get an air tag for your. The, oh, see, I don't. I can't. Uh, can you use air tags? You can. For there's Samsung? a. This is the Apple brand, but okay. there is a. They have other ones. Like they're that. called Tile. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And you can have... put it on your keys. I have to so check you can find right find them for sure. It helps more often than not, dude. Uh, yeah, I was freaking out. I don't know where I was. I was like, well, luckily 
they gave me like three extra sets with extra fobs and everything. So I'm like, all right, cool. Now I got it in a pocket that doesn't have a hole in it and won't fall out. So yeah. What do you good. think about getting that hole fixed? Well, it's no, it's part of it. It's part of the pocket is what it is. It's like you got your pocket, you got snap like two snaps on it, and then at the very bottom there's just enough gap. And typically I'll lose like my pen mm -hmm. or a sharpie or something to that effect that's in my pocket, and and that's usually all that falls out. Yeah. And and so there's nothing. So I I just I just relocated different pocket. I, I am not a shirt designer, mm -hmm. nor have I ever been a shirt designer, mm -hmm. but it feels like it might be sh kind of a flaw to have a hole in a pocket. Yes. You would think, you would think, but it's just a gappage, you know, whatever, is what it is. Uh, best and worst of the weekend, what's the best thing that happened this weekend and the worst thing that happened this weekend? Uh, best of the weekend for me was my wife was off Friday as well, so uh, we got to hang out and took the kids to school and, and then uh, went oh. to eat uh, some uh, sushi. Oh, destroyed yeah. some sushi. Oh, nice. Yeah. And uh, went home, took a nap. It was awesome. Mm -hmm. It was awesome. Uh, and then the worst part of the weekend would have to be that the um, that the Chiefs lost. I, I didn't have a bad weekend, so uh, I was pretty frustrated when they lost. And I typically don't get frustrated, but probably because the game was so close. Yeah. And uh, some things that they made mistakes on, like at the end with Patrick Mahomes not throwing the ball to a guy who was open. <laughs> But, like, hey, it's easy to judge from sitting on the couch. Mm -hmm. uh, best and worst of the weekend. What's the best thing that happened? What's the worst thing that happened? 918-460-KMOD. Or you can text BMMS and whatever that is to 82945. Best, got some Christmas shopping done. Worst, had to help sister-in-law move. Also worst, I almost got decaf this morning. <laughs> Workplace violence adverted. Nice. Best of the weekend, I found out I'm off work all this week. Worst of the weekend, it's because of pneumonia. Well, that sucks. Yeah, you and Nick can't. Yeah. Uh, for best and worst of the weekend, best of the weekend, got to experience the Cowboy Cup for the first time. Thanks for the tickets, y'all. Worst of the weekend, I didn't go to both days of the Cowboy Cup. I just got to go Saturday. Still had a blast. I was higher than a bird vagina pretty much all weekend. <laughs> That's pretty high. Is a bird vagina higher than a bird? Well, I mean, technically it's lower because it's on the bottom half and towards the back mm. of the bird. But, I mean, in all the grand reality of things, I mean, it's up there. Still that pretty high. Bird's vagina is pretty high. Best of the weekend, the company I work for won two first-place belt buckles at the Cowboy Cup. Those oh, are the yeah. awards they give out. Mm -hmm. uh, dabbed Gimpy out at our tent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and got to see my sister and nephew. Or did you? Worst. <laughs> it's like that llama. <laughs> right. <laughs> Worst. Uh, work early Monday. Yeah, those are all reasons to not be excited. When the the um, when you went, did you see anybody that was not handling the fun very well? No, everybody seemed to be handling it just fine. Seemed to be, you know. But I mean, I guess when if you're just sitting there, right, you can assume that they're baked and they're having a good time. You know, I didn't see anybody barfing or you know, like like when we had Daniel come in, you know, and talk to us, Daniel Lewis, the proprietor of the uh, Cowboy Cup. There's no problems there's no violence there's no issues everybody's just happy and ripped and just having a good old time so i didn't see anybody out there that was like oh you look so sad what's wrong mm -hmm. you, need, you need a little cheering up here hit this no nothing like that uh there's something speaking of weed mm -hmm. there is something uh that i found over the weekend that i was shocked by mm -hmm. and we'll see if you can f yeah okay here it is this i think this is gonna this is gonna this is gonna freak you. Tell me if you can tell me who the person singing is. Of course, I'm probably gonna have to come. Daddy, Daddy.
wow, wow. They already gave it away, yo. Affirmations are positive statements that help us to challenge and overcome when you're not feeling good and have negative thoughts. So repeat after me. Come on, everyone. There is no one better to be than myself. There is no one better to be than myself. Today is going to be That's an amazing day. That's as bad as Ice Cube, isn't it? Like selling out doing Disney movies. My feelings matter. This guy was charged with murder. Right. Well, his feelings matter too, Corbin. He's still human. Yeah. I mean, I... As somebody with two little kids, I love it. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's how he's repaying his way back to society. You know, it's like, all right, we understand your charge was, you know, murder was the case. Here's what you're going to do. You're going to have to do uh, motivational videos for children. That's Snoop Dogg, by the way, for yeah. those who don't know. Yeah. Um, I don't think, I mean, I don't think that was like a thing. I think he just, I think he's genuinely that person. Oh, I think he is too. You're probably right. It's just not his image. Yeah. Is it? It might be Shaq. I forget uh, who's a believer in every business opportunity is a good one. Oh, absolutely. You yeah. hear it and you're like, that was, why would you make a mistake? Do that. Get your money, sure. man. Get your money. I mean, if you can make money off of doing that or, you know, uh, endorsing Corona or, you know, Martha. I think yeah, him and Martha him have and like Martha a big Stewart. lighter thing going yeah, on. Yeah, they do. You know, it's like, come on. Cereal? Yeah, cereal. Mm-hmm. Get, get your money, man. Get your paper. It's all good. And it is Shaq, man. That's why he's doing so many commercials. Gold Bond and the General and yeah. goddamn everything Go else down the rabbit design. hole of him being an entrepreneur. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, he makes a lot of money. He also gives away a lot of yeah. money, too. Yeah. Yeah. He isn't just some basketball player. Right. Like, he, he clearly he has so many f- facets of him, but... I saw this. My wife sent it to me, and she was like, look, it's Snoop Dogg. It's a little weird. Your feelings matter. <laughs> oh, thanks, Snoop. <laughs> Gin and juice to apple juice. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, we got to take a break. We'll be back. Tulsa's morning show is coming right back. The Big Mad Morning Show. Tulsa's Rock. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. And we're going to go ahead and play a game. We're going to play the one-second game. One second of a famous television show's theme song, if you guess it correctly. You're going to get a pair of tickets, a pair of a pair, to go to Metallica's World Tour down in uh, Arlington. You're like, what is Corbin talking about? So you're going to get tickets for Friday night and Sunday night, a pair to each of those, because they're playing two nights, two separate set lists, two separate openers. I think one night is the Pantera lineup. The second is the Five Finger Death Punch Woo-hoo! lineup. I think some video got released also this weekend of the Pantera. Yeah, seen it on the Facebooks, yeah. Um, So we'll also get you qualified for an upgrade, $150 in gas, and a three-night stay in Arlington. We'll draw that on Wednesday, but you got to win, and you got to win this game, which is the one-second game. One second of a famous television show's theme song. If you guess it correctly, you're you're hooked. You're done. Boom, set up. You're going to be seeing Metallica on their world tour. I'm not saying they're done. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. But as they are getting older, 
there is a chance. There's no way they can replace a couple of these members, right? No, no chance. You're not replacing Hetfield. You're not replacing Lars. And you're not replacing Lars, right? As they get older, mm-hmm. now I, I'm sh- kiss these unicorns, sure. Right, stones, whatever. You never know. Mm-hmm. Could this be the last tour from Metallica? That's why oh. they're going back out. Mm-hmm. He's 58. Not old. They all got children, don't they? Yeah. They could have grandchildren by now, right, man. Right, I want your life, Grandpa. So uh, I think it's just, you know, hey, this may be it. But one second, famous television show's theme song. If you guess it correctly, you're getting the hookup. Uh, good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Steve. Steve, how are you today? All right, how are you? I'm good, man. So one second, famous television show's theme song. If you guess it correctly, you're getting those tickets. Are you ready? Yes. All right, here is your clue. I'll play it again. What is it? Oh, Yellowstone. Yellowstone is your guess, and that is, of course, incorrect. Thanks so much, Steve. Have a good day. Bye. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Good morning. You're on the Okay. Don't worry about it. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Brian. Brian. Brian, how are you today? All right, good. Good. Are you busy? It seems very loud (laughs) what what you're doing. Okay. One second, famous television show's theme song. Guess correctly, you're getting tickets. Are you ready, Brian? Yes, sir. Here it is. What television show is that? Ooh. Let me play it again. That 70s show? Oh, that 70s show is incorrect. I'm sorry, Brian. Have a good day, man. Thank you. See you later. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Uh, Ryan. Ryan, how are you, friend? I'm doing great. How are you? Good, man. Here is the clue. What television show is that? Is that Hawaii Five O? Hawaii Five O? Incorrect, man. Ryan, have a good day. Ah, See thank you, you. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Hey, it's Ricky. Hey, Ricky. How are you, man? Good, man. Monday. All right, buddy. Here is your clue. Ricky, what television show is that? Uh, Young Sheldon. Young Sheldon. It is not, Ricky. Have a good day, friend. Thanks, man. You, you too. Um, I made this intentionally tough. Right. Because this is a big deal. These tickets to see Metallica on two for two concerts? Come on now. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Marcus. Marcus, how are you? Doing good. Good, Marcus. Here's your clue. What is it? Designing women. Designing <laughs> women. That's going to pay off one of these days. All right, man. Sorry. Have a good day. All right. See you later. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? This is Brandon. Brandon, how are you today? I'm doing great. How are you? Good, buddy. Here is the clue. What television show is that? I'm going to say Magnum P.I. Magnum P.I. is incorrect, Brandon. Have a good day. Okay. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Tom. Thomas, how are you? Tom. Tom, how are you? Doing good. Good. Here is your clue. What television show is that, Tom? Dallas. Dallas is your guess. It is. Congratulations, man. You're going to see Metallica two nights. All right. Congratulations, dude. Hang on the line, okay? I will. Don't go anywhere. I mean, the guy that guessed Yellowstone, not far off, but no, not accurate. Um, I remember as a kid, my mom loved the show, of course. Mm. And the mini page, if you know what that is, would be in the Friday newspaper. And she would watch Dallas, and I would sit there and do the mini page. The mini page was this collection of 
Um, connect the dots and word searches and mazes and yeah, all whatever little kid puzzles. Yeah, yeah. And so that I will always think of the mini page when I think of <laughs> Dallas. Well, all right then. Nice. Yeah. Uh, are you caught up on Yellowstone? I am. I watched last night. Have you watched last night? I have not watched last night. Man, nights. it was a, it was a night of fights. A yeah. night of fighting and cowboy stuff. I am annoyed with Beth. Annoyed. Why? It's just, at first you were like, okay, but now she's a part of everything? Like, well, yeah. come on, oh, man. Oh, yeah. She, uh, so, uh, who cares if I spoil it? Get over it. Uh, so they're going out on a two-day uh, run cattle drive, right? Right. And they got everybody involved. It's a big deal. It is a big deal. It is a big deal. They're bringing in, you know, you know, day workers and stuff like that to get all this done and and Beth is like, where are you going? Talking to Rip or whatever. And, and then she's like, she do- that's part of my, oh, that's right, my point. Right, right. Like, she doesn't know. Right, right. She grew up on the ranch with Rip her whole life. Yeah, yeah. She knows ex- it's a big deal. They yeah. talk about it. And pl- yeah, oh, yeah. I hate her. Well, she wants to go with, you know, she wants to go with, but she doesn't want to say she wants to go with. She wants Rip to ask her to go. It was a big, cheesy, gay-ass scene. But, you know, it was kind of funny the way that he went about it and whatnot. But, uh. So she whoops the dog ass out of that hippie that moved in. <laughs> I thought it was great. Yeah, they're we si- knew that. Piper Pier boot, yeah. Yeah, they're sitting around, they're eating dinner or whatnot, you're trying to, and, you know, the hippie's a vegan or whatnot, so they they serve up all this this meat, you know, a couple of doves, uh, some 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 other meats like that, and, and she's all, deer was another one of them, and, and uh, she's all just giving, giving the cook, the chef, he's just trying to do his job. He's just trying to feed them what they know to eat or whatnot and wasn't expecting her, and she's just giving them the business. And and uh, so Beth <laughs> downs this whole buttload of vodka before she even gets to the table, and she's like, all right, let's take a walk. So they go outside, and they end up duking it out, and Rip's like, I'm kind of worried about him, sir, uh, talking to uh, talking to uh, John or whatnot. And uh, he's like, well, you, you, you probably should be, but it's okay, whatever. Anyhow, so he goes outside. And remember back, remember back when Lloyd – and Ryan Bingham's character had to duke it out because they were fighting over that girl or whatever. Yeah. And they're like, listen, just sit here and beat the crap out of each other until one of you gets tired. And that's what they did. That's what those two did. And they just duked it out until until one of them got tired. And Well, Beth was not the one that got tired. But it was there was a couple other fights. It was, Sheets are protein. Well, yeah. <laughs> right. Sure. Yeah. It, yeah. Was, it was a good episode. I was, I was quite quite pleased with it. Right on. Uh, all right, we're going to give away, I'm sorry, we, we want to hook up another unsung hero. We want to know who the unsung hero in your life is. What you need to do is go to the contest page at KMOD.com. Uh, U.S. Cellular is helping us out. We want to recognize someone who's done something good in your community, whatever that is. We've talked to someone who's created a food bank, someone who's been a volunteer for 13 years, putting other people before themselves, and uh, we want to know from you who's that person. Contest page at KMOD.com. Hey, heroes. You rock. we got to take a break, and we'll be back. The Big Mad Morning Show returns next. Tulsa's Morning Show, 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. 
Jeff Hensley will join us at 9. If you have a question about divorce or custody or guardianship, you can get your question to us ahead of time if you'd like. The email address is show at KMOD.com, or you can text BMMS and whatever that question is to 82945. Right now, though, we got to see what is in Gimpy's 4x4. Well, Corbin says here that Iran AG signals potential abolishing of the morality police. He was quoted by local media that the morality police has nothing to do with the judiciary. The attorney general does not oversee the morality police, and it was unclear if it's gone for good or would return in some different form. Iran's interior ministry has not commented on the report. The official comments uh, come as protests continue to rock Iran following the death of 22-year-old Masamini. It says here that the Supreme Court's to debate business services with regards to same-sex weddings. Lori Smith is a Colorado designer and wants to decline to create wedding websites for same-sex couples because those marriages are in conflict with her religious beliefs. However, state officials say that Colorado's Anti-Discrimination Act goes for all businesses, making it illegal to refuse public services based on disability, race, creed, color, sex, sexual orientation, marital status, national origin, or ancestry. The state says that its law is about equal access and doesn't suppress any messages Smith's business might expect uh, express. A ruling is expected by June of 2023. I think the problem I have with this mm-hmm. is that you don't want to create a... We'll just use the example of the cake. You don't want to create a cake because you don't believe in homosexuality. Right. But yet, you're not going to be caring who's fixing your road, putting out your fire, coming to save you. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. That does Providing look- a service when your home gets destroyed by a flood or whatever. Right. You're not going to care what orientation they are then. Right, right, absolutely. But it's her business, and she can run her business as she sees fit. You know, it's, it's not one, necessarily. Eh, yeah, necessarily. No, not necessarily. You Why can't not? tell. We, that's like having like a water fountain for blacks only. You can't do that. Well, that is true when it comes to public stuff. But this is her personal business. No, her restaurants. Business. Remember it's, when restaurants had segregated mm-hmm. entrances for yeah, black absolutely. people and absolutely. fountains and counters? Absolutely. absolutely. You can't do that. Absolutely. It's her business. And if she doesn't feel like she wants to make, uh, you know, websites, that's what she does. She's yeah. a website designer for uh, something that goes against her beliefs. It's her business. She could turn away anybody that she yeah. wants. Doesn't matter if, you know, they're same-sex couples or she yeah. just doesn't like the shirt that they're wearing. Except this is already established law. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's where the problem is because Colorado's like, no, nah, you, 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 we've had this act in here before. So, I mean, hell, it's, if you don't like it, Lori, move someplace else. You, it's the same thing. You you still have to treat American citizens like American citizens, right? right. You have to treat people per the Constitution. And the right. Constitution has already established that you can't make, like, people sit at a different counter or not serve blacks right. or whatever. You can't right. do that. Right, right, right. Hey, FTX CEO admits that, mm, he screwed up. Samuel Bankman Freed Fried seemed to take full responsibility of the collapse of the cryptocurrency exchange last month. And he also admitted that he was, quote, spread thin sometimes and thought that there were, quote, processes in place. Goop. Uh, that were managing the borrowing and lending of the platform. His statements come as FTX is working through a bankruptcy process and regulators are looking into the company's lack of oversight that saw the loss of more than $30 billion in a matter of weeks. And lastly here, there's a bill filed to prohibit gender transition procedures from being provided to those under 21. 
The bill would prohibit health care professionals from attempting or performing gender transition procedures to anyone under 21. They would also be prohibited from referring people under the age of 21 to any health care professional for gender transition procedures. Why 21? When, I mean, 18? Uh-huh. Yeah, isn't that the... Sure. You're legally an adult at 18. Aren't you legally an adult to make those type of decisions at Boy, 18? You can at least fight for your country at that point in time. And vote. Yeah. And vote. You can't buy cigarettes. You can't buy alcohol. And apparently you can't lock your dong off. If that's what you choose to do. The college football playoff semifinals are set after the final rankings of the season were released on a Sunday. Georgia is still number one, followed by Michigan, TCU, and Ohio State. The Buckeyes grabbed the final playoff spot after previous number four, USC, lost to Utah in the Pac-12 championship. TCU remained third despite its loss to Kansas State in the Big 12 title game. Georgia will take on Ohio State in the semifinals while Michigan meets TCU. USC could be without its starting quarterback for the Cotton Bowl. Head coach Lincoln Riley said Sunday that Caleb Williams had a significant hamstring injury and that the team hopes to have him available for the bowl game. Williams suffered the injury in the first quarter of the Pac-12 championship game, but played through the injury and stayed in the game. The Trojans are set to face at Tulane in the Cotton Bowl on January 2nd. It's br- uh, it was brutal to watch. There was almost two different mindsets. One was like, oh, look at him. He's tough. Mm-hmm. And the other one is, dude, you're potentially jeopardizing playing in the championship mm-hmm. bowls. Or even the rest of your career. Yeah. Why would you do that? And Lincoln Riley was asked, you know, why didn't you take him out? And he said, he wouldn't let me. (laughs) Huh? Who's in charge? Mm -hmm. Friday saw another milestone for LeBron James while the Lakers were building up to a 133-129 to win over Milwaukee. James was able to surpass Magic Johnson on the NBA all-time assists list. Uh, Johnson's mark was 10,141, and now James is behind the top five of Mark Jackson with 10,334, Steve Nash, 10,335, Chris Paul, 11,071, Jason Kidd, 12,091, and John Stockton with 15,806. Uh, last, uh, late last week, an arrest warrant was served to Antonio Brown. According to reports, the domestic violence assault complaint says that Antonio uh, Brown locked lock the mother of their four kids out of her Tampa house, tossed out her belongings, threatened to shoot her, and throw a shoe at her. For the bonus round, he allegedly refused to exit the house once the Tampa Police Department arrived on the scene. Uh, Reports say he has yet to be arrested, but there's no ongoing standoff, as some have reported. Multiple attempts to take Brown into custody have been unsuccessful, but police don't want to risk officer safety over a misdemeanor charge. What? Huh? Mm -hmm. This happens all the time in domestics. Mm -hmm. Come out or we're coming in. Right, right. You, you've, I guess, because the the violence is what he locked her out. Yes, and he her threw a shoe, so mm. the shoe mat is a little squishy. That's a little right. Yeah, I was throwing her shoe, her clothes out, and the shoe hit and her. And the shoe, hit yeah. Her. Then that's not. It is assault for sure, but it's not the same as you know beating her with a beating her with a shoe. But threatened yeah. to shoot her. Yes, I mean there's some squishiness on that mm-hmm. too, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm if he did that, he then it's he said she said. Mm. Yeah. Right? 
it's it's like very it's not as cut and dry as he hit her or threatened to kill her right. and she's inside True. in danger. True. Oof. Inter- that's an interesting one. Yeah. Dude's crazy. He's lost his marbles for sure. And that is your balls to the wall sports. I'm Lindsay on 97.5 KMOUD. Good morning. It's the big man. Morning show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. And uh, right now it's time for our listeners are awesome. We like to talk with our listeners. They share stories about their lives. And on the phone with us right now is uh, Josh. Hey, Josh, how are you, man? I'm good. How are you? Great. Josh, uh, you've been married for two years. Congratulations. How did you meet your wife? Actually met her through some uh, mutual friends. I just got divorced from my first wife and a buddy of mine was like, hey, you know, you should talk to Casey, and next thing you know, we're talking, and then we're married, and now we've got another kid. <laughs> what is the best thing Aww. about Casey? Uh, she's she's a hard worker. She's a good mom. You know all the all the things you want. You know she she handles our kids. She stayed at home for a little while before uh, while our son was a little bit younger, and then now she's gone back to work. Now that he's in daycare, but you know she kind of held the house down, took care of everything. You know. And, and did all the stuff that, you know, you would want them to do. Take care of the kids, make sure everybody's fed, clothed, all that good stuff. The backbone of the family. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, it says you work for the railroad. Uh, what do you do for the railroad? I work on the crossings. Um, I take care of, uh, like, the testing. Um, anytime there's a trouble call, stuff like that. Um, but uh, it's, it's all, uh, I, I work up in Tulsa, but. I take care of all the crossings and, and do, like I said, do everything that has to be done with them. Okay, so you're not on an engine. You go around and make sure the crossings are operating uh, efficiently. Correct. Yeah, I'm not in the I'm not in the operating department. I'm in the signal department. So I take care of all the signal signal related stuff. What is the weirdest thing you've seen taking care of railroad crossing signals? Uh, weirdest. Um, you get up around downtown Tulsa, you see a lot of homeless activity on the side of the tracks. So there's, there's some interesting people you run into up there. Why'd you get into that job? What were you doing before that made you get into that career? Um, originally, uh, I went to college and I got a degree in, in high voltage and, uh, I worked as a lineman for several years and then I, uh, I was living out of state and I was wanting to move home, get back to the, back to the house. And uh, I took a job doing cell phone towers for a little while and then got on with the railroad and just kind of gave up that lineman life and never looked back. And when you were a lineman, uh, what kind of lineman were you? Because I know there's some that are, you know, the intense ones that do the really high ones. And then there's just the guys that do it around town. What do you what kind of lineman were you? Uh, I, I did transmission work. Like you said, the, the little bit higher ones, the ones that, that transmit it further. Um, and then it'll go from where it's made down to the substation. And then from the substation out, they have a distribution lineman. So I did the bigger ones for the most part. I did a little bit of distribution in college, but I was mainly transmission. I don't know if you've been following the news. There's a story in the news in North Carolina where somebody or some people shot 
a couple substations and knocked a whole county out of power. Go ahead. I saw that, and yeah, that's you don't really hear a whole lot about vandalism like that. But that's that's a pretty big one because if you if you take out the transformers at the substation, then they they've got mobile ones that they can bring in on a trailer to kind of get it back up. Depending on how much damage it is, they can like the like the news said they could be out for a week trying to get it fixed. Yeah, they're they're saying it could be Thursday, and and you automatically think of the people that you know, oh, hot or cold, wet, whatever. You're not thinking about the people that need oxygen or to keep their medical devices running to keep them alive. Right. 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 Exactly. Yeah, it can. But you know, people want to be dumb and damage stuff like that. They're they're not not just affecting. They're affecting a lot of people, a lot of different people and different things. So, being being a former lineman, do you think people really understand how much how reliant we've become on electricity and how? well it's organized and ran to keep it going do you think people recognize that i don't and then you know i see i, I miss being a lineman but you know i see like when the power goes out you'll see on facebook people are complaining about it and they, they don't realize that people are out there working in the worst condition to try to get it back on and they're working with super high voltage that you know could potentially kill them harm them you know they're trying to they're trying to do a job and get home to their families and you know, you just see people complaining on Facebook when, that their power's off. When you were training to become a lineman, was there a class you took about dealing with people or, <laughs> <laughs> or hey, yeah, you'll yeah. be working in the rain most of the time? No, no, there was none of that. <laughs> and, you you know, they never told you, which you kind of understand, you know, what you're getting into after you do it for a little while. But, you know, you're out working in the rain with electricity. <laughs> yeah. How many animals are responsible for knocking power off to, like, cities and counties and stuff? You know, like a squirrel or a coon got in there and got frazzle-dazzled. Cities and counties, probably not too many, but there's they get up in, like, your, your home, the transformer for your home. Mm. And they're, they're responsible probably for more, more home outages than anything else. Well, you're a former lineman. How did, why did you get out of that field? It was, I just, I was living in Arkansas and um, I was wanting to move back home. And I, I took that job doing towers to move back home. And uh, I, I applied for every stinking lineman position I could find. And then they kept taking people with a little bit more experience. So I said, you know, I can't, I can't do towers forever. And then I applied with the railroad. And that was 11 years ago. Wow. Mm. Then you just, ne- like, you yeah. took the job out of necessity and then just never looked back. Basically. And I, and I do, I've got an electrical degree you know, from OSU. So I, I still work on electronics, but it's, it's DC voltage now instead of AC. So, and it's all the crossings are controlled by the electronics. And then you get a battery bank in there that you got to you know, mess with. So I still do some electrical stuff, but not like the scale I used to. It says you're living in a camper now. Why are you living in a camper? Yeah, we, uh, we're building a house right now. And we um, we were in a rent house for a year, and then we bought some land, and then the uh, the owners of the rent house wanted to move back in after our lease was up. So it was either scramble and try to find another rent house, or we decided to buy a camper, and we're living in our camper while we build right now. So it's you, your old lady, and your kids. You got any pets or anything like that all crammed together yeah. in this little camper? <laughs> yeah, we've got uh, the four of us, and then we've got a three dogs they're all small oh wow but it's it it sounds worse than what it is we we bought a camper big enough to live in 
So it's not it's not like a little bumper pull. It's a big fifth wheel with <laughs> a bunk house. So it's it's not ideal, but we we bought a pretty nice one. So. Anytime I hear some, like, Gimpy's pointing out, like, oh, living in a camper sounds horrible. All I hear is you're building a house and how mm. big of a nightmare that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm I'm the, I'm the my own general contractor, so I'm running the show. I'm building the house. <laughs> so you got wow. nobody to blame but yourself. <laughs> exactly. I'm the one that makes the phone calls and yells at people. When, when did you start building? Uh, we just started, like, three weeks ago. We just got the dirt delivered. Um, they got it spread out, and they're supposed to start. Supposed to start doing some concrete this week. Oh, so, you be- <laughs> Isn't it supposed to rain? <laughs> and when are you hoping to be done? Um, well, we're doing we're doing like the the barn dominium yeah. style house. Um, but we've already got the building ordered. The building's already ready. So as soon as they get the concrete done, then they'll they'll get to work. You know, getting that building stood up. So hopefully, in January, we should have the building up, depending on the weather. So that, but that's just the outer structure, right? You'll still have to frame the Correct. inside and sheetrock yeah. and 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, wow. And I'm I'm wiring I'm wiring the house. Hell you know, yeah! I used to do I used to do residential wiring back in way back in the day in high school and stuff like that. So yeah, I mean, I'll do, why, I'll, I'll do my wiring. Why pay someone? You know what you're doing. They're not going to do it the way you want anyway. Exactly, and they'll charge you extra for all the little bitty things that you want, and I can do it myself for free. Uh, it says here that you you and you also mentioned it that you were work you used to work on towers. Uh, you almost fell off a cell tower. How high up were you, and what were you doing up there? Uh, I was about two hundred and fifty feet up, um, and this was like a four hundred foot tower. But we were we were doing some maintenance on it, um, fixing fixing old bolts, just replacing stuff that needed to be replaced. And uh, I had climbed up a little bit to readjust to get a better position. And in, I thought I had clipped my harness back off to the tower and I hadn't. And I went to lean back, you know, to go to work. And one of the guys I've worked with saw me and leaned up and grabbed my, grabbed my harness, grabbed me by the chest and pulled me back in. He said, dude, you're not clipped off. Oh my God. <laughs> and I, and like your, your freaking heart sinks when, you know, when you're a couple hundred feet up in the air and you know, I'm, I'm glad he was there. Yeah. When you're up that high, things. are you always with someone? Not always. There, there was times that we would go do like maintenance jobs where one person would be on the ground with the line, and then another person would be up in the tower doing the work. So, but when I when I did towers, there was a person with another company that fell off and died. Oof. So it's you know it's it's a dangerous job. But when you were a, li- a lineman, a transmission lineman, I mean, you were up pretty high too, right? Yeah, but the I think the biggest the biggest structure i ever climbed was like 120 feet um so nothing nothing compared to the tower the biggest tower i was ever on was over 900 Dang. wow somebody texted in and said have you ever been dropped off by a helicopter on the towers i i did not i wish that would have been neat um I, I worked out in massachusetts for a little bit in college i did an internship out there and they had a company that did that but i didn't work for that company but um i did get to see it done in person that was neat we're talking with Josh. Our listeners are awesome. Uh, and uh, you work for the railroad now. Um, th- we've heard in the news about the strike and everything. How is uh, the strike? Has it affected you at all? It, it, not really. I mean, I've, it's not interrupted my work schedule or anything like that. It's just they were they were really trying to get sick days for us. We don't we don't get paid sick leave. And it it got to the point where um, we 
they've been trying to negotiate a new deal because our contracts are five years long and we've been negotiating for almost three. So we've been at a, at a contract for a while and they're, they got the pay raises in there. They got the, uh, the other stuff, the insurance, and then they were trying to get some paid sick leave. And we, um, it got to the point where they sent it out to the employees to vote on the contract on the agreement that was put out and the employees as a whole voted no. So then it goes back to Congress and there's a railway act from like 1926 that um, allows, basically allows the government to step in and kind of mediate negotiations. And if we come to a standstill, then they get to say, this is what you get. So um, last week they voted in that tentative agreement. So we get basically got what they gave us. And um, then they voted separately on the sick days and that got voted down. So we got, we got a tentative agreement. We got a new contract, but we didn't get any sick leave. So tell me how that works. So if you're sick, what happens? You get used vacation. And do you get, how much vacation do you get? Uh, Ours is set up. You get, you end up getting five weeks, but you don't get your fifth week until you have 25 years in. Um, You get your fourth week at, I believe, 15 years. So like me right now with 11 years, I get three weeks of vacation every year. And I'm actually on vacation this week. Okay. So, but uh, I took off this week because I had to had to burn it, use it up. But but um, yeah, when you if you need to go to the doctor, it depends on what you're doing. If you travel, I'm home every night. So, you know, I can a lot of times I can set up appointments for after work, you know, get home, run over to the doctor or whatever I need to do. But the guys that travel that work on the road, they have to burn vacation days for all of that. So, or they have to, or they have to set it up on their days off, which is what most people do. The the no sick leave is something I've seen actually happen a lot more, and and but they they add more vacation days to companies that make mm-hmm. that transition to no sick days. So it, it it equates to the same amount. You just you don't have to use them. I think it was more of the idea of the benefit of you don't have to use sick day like you you don't get to sick days unless you're sick, right? So they right. add, they add them, take away the sick days, add vacation days, mm. and then you still get to use them whether you're sick or not. Right. And I, I didn't realize it also until I, I usually don't pay super close attention to the contract stuff, but this one's garnered so much attention that it's kind of got everybody looking at it. And, you know, you don't see you don't see everything that we see in the news. Sure. So we see, we get to see all the details of it and, you know, everybody throwing their hands up going, what's, what's taking so long. I'm sure it's frustrating. It's gotta be frustrating as an employee. Anytime you're in a negotiation, I'm sure it feels like you're getting screwed over for sure. Uh, uh, It says uh, that you nearly died doing electrical work. I'm sure that's just part of the job description (laughs) of doing electrical work, but what happened? Yeah, I, uh, I was wiring a house. Um, I think I was, I was 18 or 19 at the time. It was right after, right after high school, um, working on a house, and I was working on the hot water heater. Um, the guy I was working with, I had asked him. To, it was a new construction, new home. Um, I asked him to run in there and shut the breaker off um, for the hot water heater, so I could put the install the plug and or the get it get it ready to be put in. And um, he went in the garage, yelled at me, said, "You know, hey, it's, it's off." I was like, okay, cool. Well, I didn't think i thought you know he knew what he was doing so i just reached up there and went to work on it and i grabbed the wires got locked up on it you know muscles tense up you can't let go and luckily right about that time that i did that he came around the corner and saw me locked up on it and i couldn't talk couldn't do 
So he not he had to knock me off of it. How much? And, how much power? <laughs> yeah, uh, two hundred forty volts. Yeah, you know, but but it's like <laughs> it's it's not the voltage that kills you; it's the amperage. <laughs> but um, but he uh he uh he knocked me off of it, and then I you know kind of got my bearings back, and the first thing I said is, "What the hell, man?" You know. <laughs> and so we, we went in the garage and looked, and he had turned off the breaker above the one that was clearly labeled hot water. So he, oh. turned, <laughs> he turned off the wrong breaker, and then from that point on, even if I shut the breaker off myself, I still test it now. Absolutely. That's so a that's lesson learned, learned, right? Mm-hmm. It's weird. Uh, that one experience. <laughs> yeah, electrical doesn't have a mind of itself, right? Like, it's typically because of human error. Exactly. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, last thing we have here for you, man. Uh, Josh is. It says you've only broken one bone. What is that? Oh, yeah. Um, I grew up in the country. My parents, you know, still live out there. But we used to we used to drive around before I even had. I, I got my first truck when I was fourteen. But we would drive around dirt roads, no license. And I was at a friend's house about two miles away. You know, playing, doing kid stuff, and then um, it got time to go home. And we just jumped in his mom's car and headed down to the house because it was, you know, two miles away. We'd, we'd done it God knows how many times. But we jump in the car, and his little brother's in the back seat. I'm in the front, and he's driving. And he decides to show off a little bit, and we're going about 50, 55 down a dirt road on my parents' road. And he lost control. Um, car slid up a little bank, smacked a tree, and I, out of the whole car being totaled complete mess i got the worst injury and i broke my big toe because i was wearing flip-flops and i kicked something (laughs) (laughs) yeah poor me (laughs) broke your big toe so 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 did you have to have a cast for that or do you have a limp now what's going on no no nothing nothing out of the ordinary it's all good right you get to be like no have you had a broken toe corbin (laughs) i don't want to hear about it then out of all the dumb stuff I've done in my life, you know, climbing trees, falling out of trees, the times I should have, the times I should have broke bones, I broke a big toe. Well, dude, it's been awesome talking to you. Uh, we didn't even talk about your two kids, and I'm sure are awesome. Have you? Does she handle the Christmas shopping, or do you handle the Christmas shopping? Uh, a little bit of both, and you know, my my kids are my kids are both awesome. My son, he's 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 all everybody says this, but he's all boy. He is. He ain't even two yet, and the kid, like, he watches his sister play softball, and he's already trying to hit the ball off the tee. Like, I don't I don't know if he's going to be a ball player, but it'd be awesome Aww. if he does. That's awesome, man. I love and it, I love watching you know, people, men specifically, when they get all excited about their kid and they turn into just putty. <laughs> oh, it's, it's great. I mean, and I coach my daughter's softball team, so I've got a bunch of little girls running around screaming at me, you know. <laughs> herding cats awesome. herding cats exactly right on josh it's been great talking to you man be careful with that electrical and uh and uh good luck with the house it's been great talking to you have a great christmas man i appreciate it and i appreciate everything you guys do i've been a long time listening awesome thank you so much man good talking to you have a great day josh you too see you later that's josh our listeners are awesome we'll take a break and we'll be back more of the big man morning show is next 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. 
We've talked before about these uh, Idaho murders, and yeah. they're, it's it still is unraveling us crazy. Well, one of the victims' parents went on television for an interview, um, and in the interview, you can hear he is quite frustrated with law enforcement and um, and just the whole process in general. This week, we're supposed to get toxicology reports, which should shed some light, I guess, on something. Mm-hmm. But I've got part of the interview so you guys can hear it because I want you to hear how frustrated this man is with law enforcement trying to, I guess, uh, solve the murder of his child. And, and get this thing resolved. Steve, you have made it very clear to our audience that you are supportive of law enforcement. You support the investigation. But recently, I've been watching and talking with you, and you're getting frustrated. What does that frustration come from, sir? They put certain people between you and the officers that are making things happen, and those people are like lawyers, and they don't want to say anything, and they don't, they don't have the guts to come up and be alpha and be like leaders and say, hey, we might say something that's wrong. We're going to take that hit. So the officers, they looked me straight in their eyes. The lead de- detective looked me in his eyes. He, I, get, I have no doubt he's working as hard as he can. But somebody isn't communicating. There's nothing being released. It seems like the, they're, they're trying to suppress the story. They, we want to put rewards out there. Like, don't do that. Yeah, I get it. Your town doesn't want to have reward posters posted all over when you come and you do your rush. You're not going to get a lot of students if they see those things. But this community is not going to heal until this guy's pulled off the streets. It is. Clearly, he is frustrated. Absolutely. Yes. And I think, and I think it's fair to be like, why aren't I getting information? The police officers are telling me this. Mm-hmm. Why aren't you telling me this? And a couple of things. One, they're trying to catch a killer. Mm-hmm. Certain information they don't want leaked. Mm-hmm. Because if it gets leaked, that's the way they identify the killer. Mm-hmm. And if you go out there just spewing anything, you're jeopardizing the case. Yeah. And it isn't about catching him as much as it is about conviction. Right. And if you just start spewing or whatever, then you're, you potentially are letting the person that did this get off the hook if they ever get taken to trial. Mm. And it's not about suppressing. It, it, you aren't more of a victim. You're already the victim because your child was taken from you unfairly. Mm. But police officers are not detectives. I think that's super important. Right. They're, they're just police officers. Some of them, most of them probably don't know the ins and outs of how it works. Right. And like you said, I think it was like last one we talked about, small town, small town Idaho, right? Not like they, they may not even have a detective division. Yeah. It's like the first murder they've had in like 15 years or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Their biggest case ever. I, and I think this is a little bit of just how the process works. They're slow to release information. Everybody's a suspect. Mm-hmm. Everybody. Yeah. And in this case. Even him. Yeah. Everybody in town. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody. Mm-hmm. Our buddy. And I'm, I can't imagine how frustrated it is. I can't imagine. Yeah. You're in multiple different things. Sometimes they do that to create some confusion because sometimes if it's a serial killer there's some pride that happens they want mm-hmm. they want the publicity yeah right a rewards um some a reward sometimes ch- makes it look like they know and w- will suppress the person mm-hmm. that did, there's some psychological warfare happening right where you get false you know uh 
people coming in being like, just for the reward right. money. Right, so know? much false information. Mm-hmm. Right, and clouds when they don't have the manpower to deal right. with all those leads. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, it creates some problems. And he's frustrated, yeah. and rightfully so. He should be. But just because this happened to him doesn't mean he's entitled to information. I know that sounds mean, yeah. but that's the truth, right? Absolutely. Is he entitled to information? Uh, uh, at the right time. At the right time, and it's not the right time. You know, wait till you catch the guy or gal, whomever. Clearly, uh, they can't trust that he's not going to go public with what information he's given. Mm-hmm. Right. So if they don't want that information public, then they wouldn't give it to him. He says this other, let me see if I have it. Because he says this other line that you're like, what? What are you talking <laughs> about? <laughs> Where he says, don't make me come forward. Oh, geez. Don't make me do this. Do your job. And you're like, ah, man. I, you feel for him, right? It's mm-hmm. incredibly tragic. As hard as he can. But somebody isn't communicating. There's nothing being released. It seems like they're, they're trying to suppress the story. They, we want to put rewards out. They're like, don't do that. Yeah, I get it. Your town doesn't want to have reward posters posted all over when you come and you do your rush. You're not going to get a lot of students if they see those things. But this community is not going to heal until this guy's pulled off the streets. It ain't going to happen. Think it through. It's not going to happen. He has to be off the streets. We all are working for the same thing. When was the last time y'all heard from the police? Thursday. Thursday, we looked at our phone records. We want to be accurate. We don't want to sell anyone out. About 3 o'clock on Thursday. And, and they did y'all get an update from the police about the investigation? There was nothing. We have no updates for there you. There was no update. They the needed attack. me to sign a waiver form so that they could investigate something. Some mail. That was mail-related. M-A-I-L. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're working with them. We're not selling them out. We love our law, law support. The FBI, everybody that's here, I've, we just have no information as family, and it gets um, tough day after day after day. I mean, every day you just wake up and think today's the day. We're going to hear something, and you see these, oh, there's a break in the case, and it'll just be something stupid. The sixth you know? person in the... <laughs> there's, on the-, the idea that you think you're going to get peace by knowing is not fair either. Right. Nothing's right. going to solve that feeling. No, no, but I mean, you can't help but to feel frustrated at this point in time. Yeah, I guess if you're wrapped up in getting the person caught. Right, and I think that's exactly what what it is. Instead of getting past it emotionally and psychologically, you know, the loss of your your, your child, you know, we're, we're trying to, you know, hey, we're trying to find out who did it and put them behind bars and get justice. Get justice now. Justice will come when it's time. I, you got to trust the process, and sometimes the process ain't fair. Mm. Bad things happen. There's mm. no... There's things just happen. I was watching this video. A guy is walking down the street and he gets uh, hit over the head with a baseball bat. Guy just walks by him and then pulls out this baseball bat and hits him. Oh. Ambushes just happen. They just mm-hmm. do. Yeah. It is an S sandwich. You just got to mm. bite, chew, bite, chew, swallow. Right. It just is. Right. And it, people don't want to. That's what this is, unfortunately, for that horrible. They're going through the worst case scenario. Yeah. Mm. And you, it's not fair. It's not fair, and you don't want to deal with it. However, that's life at this point. At what point do you go, maybe I'm, I'm not helping. Maybe this isn't helping. <laughs> I think at the point when you're going on the news and sharing your frustrations and not getting anywhere, you know. It sucks. I understand you want to get that out. You've got all this emotion inside, but you're really not doing any good. So why don't you just sit back and let them, let them do their job. Which is more frustrating 
the the fact that you're not getting information uh-huh. or they finally catch the guy and he gets off on a technicality because <laughs> oh, <laughs> the, the latter technicality. Half, yeah, absolutely. It's frustrating to not get the information you're looking for, not to have that closure right now. But what happens if they did catch somebody and it was the wrong person? They arrest the wrong person or he gets off on a technicality so he can go out and do it again or she, whatever. OJ? Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. OJ got off because of what we now know as shoddy police work. Mm -hmm. But at the time, they didn't know that was shoddy police work. Right. Right? Those officers were doing what they thought was best. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, he's guilty. Well, not by the courts. Right. <laughs> it's just a crazy interview if you get a chance to see it. And poor, I can't even, I am not going to fault him for going on the news. I'm just not. No. He's a man who's lost his daughter in an unexplained way. And they're not he, giving him updates. And, and, well, they're not giving him information that's, that's su- suffice for him. Mm-hmm. Right. Satisfying him. Yep, 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 yep. Right. And I don't know. That's the thing, man. I don't know if you ever would. I don't know if he'd ever get the information that he's that would make him happy. That's it. And, you know, okay, we caught a guy. Cool. How do you know that's the right guy? But do you think sh- there's some conspiracy against the case? Mm-hmm. I feel is a little f- big. That's a pretty big leap. Yeah. Yeah. Why that case? If anything, these are all blonde, white, blue-haired kids. Like, mm-hmm. th- this is in the spotlight because of them. Plenty of murder cases go unsolved. Right, right. Plenty. Well, it's it's the left side trying to push their liberal agenda on on weapon control is what it is. I mean, some it. some would argue that, except yeah. it's a knife. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. We got to ban all knives, all guns. You think it's one of those all things that like, when it happens to me, like then you realize, well, this is unfair. Mm-hmm. Rather than this is the way it's always been. Mm-hmm. Still could be unfair. Yeah. But you didn't have a you didn't have a dog in the fight. But now you got a dog in the fight, and you're like, "Whoa, this isn't this isn't okay." Wait a minute, yeah. How many people were against COVID, and then their family died of COVID? They're like, "Whoa, whoa, this ain't good." (laughs) Right? How many videos did you see of people that were on like against it, and then they're like, (laughs) (laughs) "Anyway, uh, all right, we got to take a break, and we'll be back." More of the Big Man Morning Show is next. Ninety-seven five KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. So over the weekend, this crazy thing in the MMA world dropped. And there is a coach uh, in the MMA that has a bunch of fighters in the UFC. Um, and he had, the UFC sent out a letter to him, mm-hmm. all of his fighters, and to all the fighters that said, he is no longer allowed to participate or be associated with the UFC, and any of his fighters moving forward will not be allowed to fight. Uh-oh. It's a massive blow, and this was an up-and-coming, well-established coach, had some great fighters. Mm-hmm. On the side, he had a Discord channel where he uh, gave gambling props, uh-huh. and one of his fighters was fighting, and he knew his fighter was injured, and he told people in his Discord channel, to bet against the opponent, uh. and then within a minute of that fight, his fighter went down, knocked out, fight was over, mm-hmm. the other guy won. And they associate it, because now they can do this, right? They saw gambling trends that correlated from when he made the announcement uh-huh. 
to when those bets were made. <laughs> and got him popped for Yep. Inside. Yeah. <laughs> Set, doing a setup, right? Yeah, you can't do that, man. Nope. Now, here's the thing I don't understand. Mm-hmm. If a coach does something like that, you can't control that, right? Mm-hmm. Right. No, they're their own human being, yeah. Right. But a fighter, mm-hmm. to get him to go on board with that, after um, all the hard work it takes to yeah. become a fighter in the UFC, they don't right. just hand that out. Right. Maybe they do to a couple guys, but <laughs> they don't just hand that out. You have to work intensely hard. Right. You have to sacrifice time away from your family and loved ones and birthdays and Christmases and mm-hmm. all these things. It is an intense process. And then to just gamble, to just jeopardize that right. blows my mind. Right. Well, you know, uh, they, they look at it. The only way I could see it, I've never been an MMA fighter or in the UFC at all whatsoever, but I could see it as in like if you're – Let's say your your purse for the fight is like fifty thousand mm-hmm. dollars, and it's like I'll give you two hundred and fifty thousand to take a fall. Ooh, quarter of a million dollars, and I'm only going to get okay. I could see how one would be like, all right, I'll take it. I'll take the fall. Yeah, no, I get it. It's a a, a fast nickel compared to a slow dime, right? Mm-hmm. Like, but Doesn't now you're right. now you're done. Now yeah. you're not even making that amount. The fifty, right, right. And they're probably you're probably going to get in trouble and lose the money that you did get. Right. They're probably not even going to pay. Mm-hmm. Right. And now you're that guy. Right. You are person non grata. Yep. Do not touch. You know. Do not pass go. Do not collect. Like you're done. Yeah. You might fight in some questionable organizations. Right. Like in a barn in prior somewhere. Or Ma- like maybe, that. but you're maybe. not making that money anymore. Mm. No. 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 It is, I'm just floored by it. Just floored by it. Mm -hmm. As someone who dabbles in it for fun (laughs) and commentates on it and follows the sport, I just can't believe, because the amount of work it takes to become that. Right. The amount of work is just ungodly. Yeah. And then you just crap it, not just one guy, multiple people just crap it away. Mm -hmm. And shame on the coach for even putting them in that position. Yeah. Giving them, making them choose maybe, maybe, maybe pressured him. Maybe yeah. you're right. Yeah. But, or they all were like, yeah, that sounds good. Mm-hmm. Which means what? <laughs> no, first time. Right. Right. Exactly. And How so, many other times did he get away with before he got caught? And so now banned, done. Oh, good. Not today. <laughs> and it's not like you can go to a rival group. Right. Right. Yeah. Cause there isn't really. Cause your one. reputation's destroyed. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Character is everything, man. It's the only thing you give that to people. Yeah, you, you jeopardize it. Start wrestling for WWE and nope, the bad they guy. won't want anything to do with him. <laughs> Crazy story, man. Mm-hmm. Let's see what Lindsay has for balls to the wall sports. Well, the knockout round of the World Cup is underway. Here's what went down over the weekend. The Netherlands beat the United States 3-1. to one. Argentina uh, beat Australia 2-1. to one. France took out Poland 3-1. to one. And England uh, uh, won 3-0 against Senegal. Now today's matches, Japan takes on Croatia. And Brazil takes on South Korea this afternoon. And you can watch that on Fox. Uh, Deshaun Watson 
stepped foot on an NFL field for the first time in 700 days, and the Houston Texans fans made their displeasure known, letting the Boo Birds fly as he made his Cleveland Browns debut. The 27-year-old quarterback is returning from the 11-game suspension for violating the league's personal conduct policy uh, after a dozen or after dozens of massage therapists made sexual misconduct allegations against him. Watson faced a hostile crowd as he made his Browns debut with his former team supporters heckling him as he lined up under center. Uh, as we previously re- reported, attorney Tony Busby, who repped almost every single woman who accused Watson of sexual misconduct, announced at least 10 of his clients would be in attendance for the game. Watson's family was also at NRG Stadium to support with everyone wearing number four jerseys in the stands. Deshaun had a smile on his face prior to the Browns' first offensive drive, but the television broadcast showed many fans were not happy to see him, and the Browns went on to beat the Texans 27-14. to uh, Primetime is moving to Mountain Time. The University of Colorado has hired football legend Deion Sanders as its new head football coach, instantly raising the national profile of a team that has had only two winning seasons in the past 17 years. The school is expected to pay the Pro Football Hall of Famer at least $4.5 million annually and has hatched up a plan for success that might just be crazy enough to work for both sides, even if the cultural fit seems like an odd combo. Uh, There were a number of highly qualified and impressive candidates interested in becoming the next head football coach at Colorado, but none of them had the pedigree, the knowledge, and the ability to connect with student-athletes like Deion Sanders. Colorado Athletic Director Rick George said in a statement released late Saturday, uh, not only will Coach Prime Energy energize our fan base, I'm confident that uh, he will lead our program back to national prominence while leading a team of high quality and high character. I mean, we'll see, right? He definitely is an energy guy. But there's video footage floating around of him meeting the Colorado players Mm -hmm. and him standing up and basically he's like, I'm bringing my baggage, so you better pack yours and just go ahead and get in the portal. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) And he's he's like, here's your starting quarterback and pointing to his son because his son's going to transfer there. So can you imagine, like, you've worked, oh, my gosh, and maybe that's what needs to happen there, but... Uh, He can recruit top players from across the country, much like former Colorado coach Bill McCartney did in the late 1980s and 90s when the Buffaloes were a national powerhouse. Yeah, Colorado fan is obviously very excited about this. Uh, This guy has a very unorthodox way to coach. Did it work at Jackson State? Sure. Mm -hmm. Will it work at this level? I don't know. Right? It's a little different beast, but the report is there have been 200 inquiries into transferring to Colorado. Wow. Just since the announcement. Mm. Wow. That's your Balls to the Wall Sports. I'm Lindsay on 97.5 KMOUD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Going through a divorce, thinking about going through a divorce, Jeff Hensley and the folks at Hensley & Associates can help, and he's in the studio with us right now. Good morning, Jeff. Morning. It's that time of year. (laughs) It's that time of the year (laughs) for divorce? Well, yeah. I mean, the thing is, when you come up on the holidays, and especially right after the holidays, so it uh, it can get kind of crazy. Well, I mean, to be fair, custody issues dramatically rise around the holidays, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when you're talking about uh, visitation issues, yeah, they blow up all the time around the holidays, and... You know, there's only so much we can do on a Friday at 5 o'clock before Christmas on Sunday. So, you know, 
Uh, but yeah, I mean, anytime there's a holiday or even after the summer, it gets busy simply because we've got all sorts of custody issues because people can't follow orders. If you're someone who's trying to make sure you get to see your kids around the holidays, is there any safeguards you can put in place to ensure? I mean, people be people, but that you can ensure that uh, you're doing everything you can to make sure you get to see your kids at the time you want or have planned to? Well, I mean, one of the things, I guess, is just planning in the sense of, Confirm with the other side, hey, I'm picking them up on day, X day at X time, and, you know, make sure that that's planned out and they've talked about it and that kind of thing, reminders, that kind of deal. Um, other than that, I mean, people be people, meaning uh, essentially that, and I've said this before, and this is the, 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 the thing about our system that sucks, okay? It's, and this is true for any portion of the law, criminal, you name it. It's reactionary, right? Mm-hmm. Something has to happen. So the example I always give is, is and, and of course, the older of us, we remember the movie. The younger millennials have no clue what I'm talking about. But um, Minority Report with Tom Cruise, right? You know, arresting people because they have a thought of something before it happens. You know? Precogs, yeah. Precogs, yeah, exactly. So we, uh, we, we don't do that. You know, our system is reactionary. Something has to happen for us to be able to do something. So when I get a call that says, she says she's going to deny me visitation, well, just because she says it doesn't mean that I can go down and tell the judge, this is what's happening. She has to actually deny it. She has to actually do it before the system can do anything about it. So that's the crappy part, especially when you get a warning ahead of time. You can go to hell. You're not seeing your kids. Well, that's great to say, but until it actually happens, our system, there's not a whole lot we can do. Jeff Hensley's joining us from Hensley & Associates. He's here to answer your questions. You've got a couple ways to get them to the, to us. You can call 918-460-KMOD. You can send an email to show at KMOD.com. Or you can text BMMS and whatever the question is to 82945. Megan is on the line. Hi, Megan. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. What's your question for Jeff Hensley of Hensley & Associates? Okay, Jess. So I am going on a cruise next week. Lucky and, you. And um, I have a two-year-old daughter. So my question is about medical consent forms for minors. Um, or do I need a, need a POA, a temporary POA for my mom um, while I'm gone on the cruise? To decide if your kid needs medical care while you're away. Yeah, like if she broke her leg or something like happened on accident, you know. So what um, I would do is so I would do a power attorney. Right. So I, w- I would do a power of attorney. And, you know, I, I have to actually applaud you simply because how many of us think about when we drop our kids off at grandma's house or grandpa's house about, hey, I'm going to go on a vacation for a couple of days or even a weekend. I mean, hell, I've gone on a vacation. <laughs> I've gone on a weekend, get away with my wife and left my kids with my in-laws. And I never thought about if something were to happen, right? Because my wife's a doctor and right. I don't think about those things. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's a great idea. Power of attorney would be something great. And think about POAs is they can be, uh, you know, terminated at any point. So it's a limited thing. You can write in there, you know, from this day to this day, you have this power while we're going on vacation, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, that's a that's a fantastic idea. And I, I guess more of us should do it. And it's, it's pretty easy to get done? Oh, yeah, it's pretty, you know, you want to give us a call. We can get it done fairly quickly. Um if you want us to do it, it's a great th- a great tool to have for certain situations. But um, smart thinking. I applaud you. Um, I have a quick backup question. My brother is going on the cruise with me, and he has um, a five-month-old. Does it matter the county? or? What do you mean? Because he lives in a different county. Like, could he like call you to get a POA, too? Yeah, absolutely. It doesn't matter. We practice all over the state. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, in fact, if you'll give your name and number to Gimpy, I'll give you a holler later today. Okay, thank you, Jeff. Hold on the line. Uh, Let's go ahead and.
and talk to Sean has a question. Sean, go ahead. You're on with Jeff Hensley of Hensley & Associates. Hey, how you guys doing? Good. Uh, my question is, is me and my wife technically aren't divorced yet. Okay. Um, but I keep finding drugs every time she comes over to my house to see the kids and everything like that. And at this point, she is threatening to take my girls out of school while I'm at work. Is there a way that I can get her, like, emergency guardianship or emergency custody, something like that, to where I, she can't take them? So first question is, is, has anything actually been filed to start the divorce? Uh, yeah, I went down and had a lawyer's office start the paperwork, but he wanted 2500 up front. I don't have that kind of cash. I'm taking care of four girls on my own. Well, So, so nothing's been filed so with the courts? So nothing's been filed? No. Okay. No. So right now with nothing filed... All right. Um, unless you go and get emergency custody, all right, you both can play hide the ball with the kids. But my question is this. So is she using around the kids? Or are, you, are you making her come over and see the kids at your house? What's the situation? Because to go and get emergency custody, she, like, whoa, 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 hold on. To go and get mer- emergency custody, you have to show that the kids are in immediate irreparable harm. So wh- what's going on? I mean, explain your situation a little more to me. She's homeless. She doesn't have a place to be. Okay. She doesn't have a place to take the kids, so she has to come over to my house to see them. Okay. She doesn't have a place. She can't ever get a hotel room for them, nothing like that. Otherwise, okay. I'd let her do it. Okay. But the last well, time hopefully she was over at my house. Hopefully not if you're finding drugs. What kind of drugs are you finding? Yeah. Oh, well, that'll do it. So, um, I mean, yeah, you want to file the divorce and then file an emergency custody that blocks her from having visitation with the children because she's homeless and doing meth. So, yeah, I mean, there's... Well, the last time she was over, uh, she was in the bathroom, and I caught her doing doing it in the bathroom. I called the police, told them that she has dope in my house, she has a pipe, she has meth, everything like that. They didn't do nothing. They didn't come over, they didn't arrest her, they didn't take it, they didn't do nothing. They told me pretty much there's nothing they can do. That's all hearsay. I wish you could see my face right now. Right. I'm, I'm giving this weird face like, Can what you the call hell? the police when that happens, Jeff? I mean, I've I've seen it done before. Yeah, I mean, I I'm what, which city was this? Tulsa. Hmm. You know what? I've got a friend whose husband is really high up in the PDs. I'm gonna give her a call and ask her about that because that's very yeah. strange to me. They wouldn't come over. They and should something. have gotten involved. Well, I, I I'm cautious here because my my gut instinct and my recollection in other situations that I've dealt with over 15 years of practice is they have gotten involved. Um, why they wouldn't get involved this time, I'm not sure. So um, that's strange. But I, I, like I said, I've got somebody whose husband is really high up. I mean, like really high up in the public in, in the uh, with the police department. I'm gonna call her today and ask her about that because that's strange to me. They didn't do anything, especially. Did you ask to have her removed from the home? I asked her to have her removed from the home. I even asked to have her arrested because she had it in the house when there were children in there. And. The I'll officer check that came by, the officer that came by my house, pretty much said, "Dude, there's nothing we can do." Okay, so it's all hearsay. He, want, we can't search her. We can't come in the house and do anything. Okay, all okay. I, good. I want you yeah. to give me your name and number to Gimpy. I'm gonna call my friend, talk, have her talk to her husband, and then I will call you and we'll talk. Okay, hey, hang on the line, uh, Jeff. That's just how bizarre. does that work? First of all, how fast is the process of getting emergency custody? Well, um, and two, is there a burden of proof that you have to show that? Well, I mean, can you just right. say that no, you're no, taking no. meth? Well, and that's the thing is, so you know, filing and getting filing for emergency is easy. You just go down and file it. 
um, and then you present it to the judge, and then the judge in Tulsa County anyway will uh, read the pleadings and then decide and if emergency situation exists. And if so, then the judge will grant a temporary emergency until the show cause hearing, which is set within 21 days uh, under statute. So, yeah, the burden of proof once you get to the show cause is you have to show the child is still in immediate irreparable harm. I mean, that's that's the standard. There's immediate irreparable harm. But so, is your word good enough? No, no. So that's the thing is when you – well, so when you file for emergency custody, you have to attach an affidavit that you personally have knowledge – You've personally seen with your own eyes and heard or heard with your own ears whatever it is that you're claiming, okay? You can't just have somebody come tell you something unless they sign the affidavit. It's got to be the person that has physically seen it with their own eyes and, and ears kind of thing. So, um, yeah, so that's the burden of proof. And then the judges make a ruling at the show cause hearing if the emergency still exists and what to do about it at that point. So. The only other thing that I was thinking of when he said the police wouldn't get involved, how do you prove someone's homeless and they don't live there? Well, he wasn't – well, I mean – when you're talking about your home, well, first of all, a lot of times it's based on, you know, mail or something. But a lot of times it's, um, you know, if she doesn't live there and you want to remove, I mean, you've got some issues there because you've invited her in and all these other things. But um, it's an interesting situation. I'm, I'm, I'm going to check with uh, Perry Newman, who does all our criminal law, uh, and check with him because he handles all these kind of issues. And then I'm going to call my friend and have her talk to her husband. Because it's a fascinating th- uh- situation because there's a chance she could still be getting mail there her driver's license because right and that's the problem you run into yeah and i've seen sometimes where people will send mail to that house even though they've never lived there but you know they can't afford a p.o box or whatever it is so yeah you're right caleb's on the phone he's got a question about visitation uh go ahead michaela what's your question for jeff hensley of hensley and associates hey man how are you today um, my question is if i'm on a birth certificate but she has kept him from me what can I do about that? You I mean, to, she's got me blocked on every platform of social media okay. and my number. Okay, so this is a this is a standard paternity case, all right? Just be, and, and let's talk about that for a second. So just because your name is on the birth certificate and just because you signed an acknowledgement of paternity that the kid is yours in the state of Oklahoma since November 1st of 2011, that only gives a presumption that your dad, okay? In Oklahoma, oh, okay. For, in Oklahoma for the last 10 years, or 11 years now, I guess, um, dads have had, basically dads who have children out of wedlock have no rights until they file something in a court of law, whether it be uh, through administrative court, meaning DHS court, or through a district court. You have to file and say, I want to be adjudicated. All that means is is legally found to be dad, okay? To have the same rights as dads who have kids that are in a marriage, all right? So with that being said, what she's doing, she can do. Um, so you need to give your name and number to Gimpy so I can call you and we can talk about filing a paternity action because until we do, she can do everything you want, anything that she wants with the kid, include, including moving out of state. So... You know, don't mm. wait too long, or next thing you know, you're going to blink, and it's five years down the road. So give right, your name and number right. to Gimpy, and we'll talk about it. We'll call and talk about it, okay? Sweet. I appreciate it, man. You're welcome. All right. Hang on the line, man. Uh, let's go to Tony has a question. Tony, what's your question for Jeff Hensley of Hensley & Associates? Actually, it's not a question. I was just calling the comment about him, what the, what the person said earlier about calling the cops with meth. I run a construction company, and uh, I work for a slumlord. 
and he sent me over to a house and there was three babies in there, head shaved, still had lice on their head. There was tubes running around. They were cooking shake and bake and they needed their plumbing fixed and they had their bathtub filled up with feces and they were cooking meth right in front of the kids. And I called the Tulsa Police Department 911, and they said they couldn't do nothing about it. And then I called the meth hotline, and he said, yeah, I'm the guy that you just called. And they they never did nothing about it. And so I can see where that guy's coming from. That's a true story. So I think in those situations, what needs to happen then is call DHS. Call the 800 number for DHS and make a referral, and then they can get involved immediately as opposed to the police. I guess that would be the other option. This was years ago. Or, lo- or, or guys or gals, everybody out there listening, contact your legislature. Find the person that is in your district and contact them and tell them you're upset about what the law is in Oklahoma and those kind of things, and let's make a change. Yeah, we're not Oregon. And, hey, another, another huh? option is don't do meth. <laughs> that is another right. option. That's yes, right. Sir. I have to say, Nan- Nancy uh, Reagan got it right. Don't do drugs. Don't T- do drugs. So, no, no doubt. <laughs> so, yeah. Tony, yeah, Tony, thank you, man. I appreciate your time, man. Have a good day. Jeff, I think there's some people perplexed right now by the idea that the police don't get involved when something illegal is happening. Well, and the thing is, is there's certain, there's, I mean. The question is, is it, is it illegal? It's not your house. You're saying about something that's going on in a private residence. It creates some and, obstacles and a, for the police. Right. It does. And I'm not saying the, and policemen that are out there listening, my next door neighbor is a cop. I love him to death. I'm not talking bad about cops. I'm merely saying you guys are constrained by certain laws, and it's not your fault. It's that simple. There are certain things that you can and can't do when you're a police officer because of uh, issues of going into a structure. You've got to have a you've got to have a warrant, probable cause, all those kind of things. So you know, there's a lot of things that tie into the things that our police forces wherever they're at. Tulsa or otherwise can and can't do simply because of the way the laws are written. But isn't it different if it's child endangerment? Well, and I guess that's the case. You've got to prove that it is. But the thing is, in, in this particular case that called in, you've got somebody inside who isn't using meth, who is trying to protect the children. Mm-hmm. So I think DHS is probably a better avenue than calling the police uh, at this point as far as... But you have to be careful there, too, because if you've invited a known meth addict in and caught her before using meth, then you want to be careful. You don't want to back into a failure to, to protect charge, too. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's a slippery slope. It's a truly slippery slope. And there's no, there's no perfect answer. I mean, the other thing is, is I guess, kick her, out on the, kick her out into the street while she's doing meth, then call the cops, and she's doing it in public. So well, I guess they can arrest her then. I would imagine uh, somebody in law enforcement would advise us to use different vernacular when you call in for talking to the dispatcher, too. Because if you called and said, hey, these children are about to be harmed, you need to get out here, they would get, they would yes. come. But uh, if you gave them maybe. too much information, they may go, well, that doesn't sound like that is an us issue. Right. And again, I, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a dangerous, slippery slope. Contact your legislator. Uh, Jeff Hensley, let's reset. Jeff Hensley from Hensley and Associates is joining us. Question about divorce, custody, guardianship, any family law scenario. Jeff and the folks at Hensley and Associates can help. We're taking your calls right now at 918-460-KMOD. Chris is on with us. Hey, Chris, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, man. What's your question for Jeff? Um, Okay, so I got a daughter that's in guardianship, and uh, they took her to New Jersey, and they won't let me talk to her or see her or anything. Um. And I would like to be able to see my daughter, you know what I mean? So the guardianship was done in New Jersey? No, it was in K County. And they took the kid to New Jersey? 
Do what? You said something about New Jersey. Yeah, they took her to New Jersey. It's my sister-in-law. Okay, um, they so took her to New Jersey. Did they get permission from the court to do so? I'm. I actually don't know. I was uh, locked up for a little bit. Okay, okay, listen. You have to turn your radio down if you're going to talk to us because you're getting stuck in the vortex, the 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 black hole of between us and the live stuff. So you need, if you want to get your answer, you got to turn your radio down. Go ahead, Jeff. Okay. All so right. sorry. So what happens is, is we need to file a motion because whenever a guardianship goes into place. All right, when there's kids involved, they have to put in something called a list of standards. Standards is nothing more than a list of things that must be uh, completed before the judge could consider terminating uh, the guardianship. Now, here's the one vagary or one problem, in my professional opinion, uh, about small counties, okay, meaning not Tulsa, not Oklahoma County, and some others. There's a lot of times the judges out there, for whatever reason, and I don't know if it's their local rules or what, but they fail to put in a list of standards. They just grant the guardianship and leave it at that. So that means we now have to file four lists of standards so that we can start getting you the visitation. Because there should have been some sort of visitation. Or What were you in jail for, if you don't mind me asking? Um, it was a number of things. I, I kind of had a bout where I was doing drugs and stuff like that, went down a spiral, and I am got out of that. Okay, so, but you weren't molesting children or anything like that, right? No, absolutely not. And I don't mean any offense by that. It's just, I don't know you, okay? So, with that being said, you know, you should have had at least some sort of supervised visitation or something. And as guardians, it is their job to help facilitate that contact. So, um, if you'll give your name and number to Gimpy, we can talk and, and, you know, we can file things to get you visitation with your kid. Because not being able to talk to them or see them, that shouldn't be happening. That's not the role. The guardian's role is to help facilitate a relationship. Right. Question okay. for you, Chris: Is your your sister in law is the guardian, or you have the guardianship? So no, it was my sister in law that's got the guardianship. Um, he was in jail. There's a, a yeah. Well, it was my mother in law that had it, and she had cancer, and um, so she got co guardianship with my sister in law, and uh, then my mother in law went to New Jersey with my daughter, and then she passed away while she was up there, and then just um, they kept my daughter up there. How Did long they- has this been going on? Couple years, dude. Give me, give me your name or number to Gimpy. Let's talk. You need to see your kid, man. Yeah, hang on, hang on. Because if you're not careful, they're going to move in on adoption and terminate your rights. So, or may have, or may have already done that. So let's say, uh, name or number. I'll call you. Hang on the line. Talk to uh, Gimpy there. Dan has been holding. He's got a question about custody. Dan, go ahead. You're on with Jeff Hensley of Hensley and Associates. Yes, sir. I have two children, one of which I have uh, every other weekend for four hours. Um, and then I have one that I have not got to see in four years. I have custody agreement in place on my daughter, who is the one that I get to see uh, for four hours every other weekend. But I'm wondering what I can do about that and how I can go about getting to see both of my children at the same time. So why are you not seeing the other one? Uh, drug use, and uh, I decided to get out of the relationship, and then I got clean, and I haven't pursued, been able to pursue getting things done through the courts yet because I didn't have the money. Are these two different moms? Yes. Okay. Just got to clear that up. All right. So um, essentially what we've got to do is we have to file an action on the one that you don't have any visitation orders for, and then um, how long have you been doing the four hours every other weekend kind of thing? For six years. Yeah, we need to modify that, friend. Absolutely. Yeah. You, you definitely have grounds for modification. Your stuff should have changed a long time ago. So, um, okay. yeah, that is modifiable uh, unless unless you're still on the sauce 
uh, unless you're still no, doing I, drugs. I, I consume cannabis, but I haven't done anything else. You got a, a card, time, so. and I assume you got a card for that. Yes, I do. Okay, so yeah, give your name and number to Gimpy, and we'll talk about modifying that. Because if you've been doing it for six years, you should have way more time with your kids after six years. That's kind of nuts. Okay. Hang on the line. I appreciate that, Jeff. Hang on the line, buddy. Uh, Brittany is on. She's got a question about divorce. Brittany, go ahead. You're on with Jeff Hensley of Hensley & Associates. Um, Hi. I had filed my first part of my divorce back in January 2021. And, you know, it was supposed to be uncontested. We had agreed. We had the paperwork drawn up. And, you know, he did sign them and everything was filed. But between filing the petition, you know, you have to do your parenting class and stuff like that. Right. Um, And he just didn't do it. Never did it. Lied about saying he did it, you know. Um, And now it's been 10 months and he hasn't spoken to our two children or seen them. Um, What was the custody agreement? Was it joint? Was the custody agreement what? I'm sorry. So what, in the divorce for the children, mm-hmm. did you guys have agree to have joint custody or sold to you or what? He signed sole custody over to me in our first set of papers. Okay, did you try? Them and that's what's filed. For, are you talking about the petition or a decree? The petition. Okay, so did he, as far as the decree is concerned, did you, you and he signed a decree together, correct? We did, yes. Okay, did you try to present that to the court? I haven't because I was told since um, I have had another child, I can't file that. I guess. Well, not now. No, I mean you've got now you've got a whole other set of problems. Explain what that means now that she's had a child right. without the divorce finalized. So what that means is is your husband is actually the legal father of that child, even though he may not be the biological father. So you're going to need bio dad to sign an acknowledgement. You're going to need I've to have. I'm sorry, you did, and and your ex. Yeah. Signed a, a yes, denial? Everybody, yes, all, that's the thing. He has no problem showing up and signing, you know, papers to say he doesn't want anything to do with any child. That's okay. fine. So here's the it's thing. If, he if, won't give me the divorce. <laughs> it, it, well, it's not about giving you the divorce, dear. Um, here's the thing, all right? If you've got sole custody in the decree, the judge should sign it because you've done the parenting class, correct? Yes, I, right. have, I have my certificate. All right. He doesn't, the fact that he hasn't taken it is is not relevant, and here's why. If you guys had joint custody under the law, the judge couldn't sign the joint custody agreement until he does, but you've got soul. So the judge can go ahead and sign off on it and then just put an order in there that he has to take it um, before he can ask for any affirmative relief. So what county is this in? Uh, Tulsa County. Okay. Yeah, you should be able to go and uh, get that signed. At least that would be my advice. Just make sure you include the second child and put in there, you know, we would need to put in there that an acknowledgement and a denial has been filed and those kind of things. But outside of that, I mean, the fact that he hadn't taken the course, you've got soul, so that shouldn't affect it. Okay. Um, I guess my question was, if I wanted to change the papers since he hasn't, he doesn't want anything to do with the kid. You would have to get him to sign all over again. You can't go okay. changing it behind his back just because you've got a signature on right. a piece of paper. Right. I And then I would, therefore, I would have him served again and everything. Um, you don't have Continue. to. No, 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 no. You don't. Okay. So here's the deal. Once you file a petition, you don't have mm-hmm. to refile a petition when things change. Okay. Like that. All right. Because you don't have a decree oh. in place. So okay. all you have to do is change the decree and say, hey. Okay. Loser, dude, you need to come over and sign these because you haven't talked to the kids in 10 months, so I'm changing mm-hmm. it, and by the way, I need a new signature. 
Okay, and then if he doesn't, because I have asked him, hey, I need you to come sign these papers, and then you're you know, gonna have to fi- then you're gonna have to file for a status conference or something with the judge to drag him there, or file for default or something. Because again, it, just because you have an assigned agreement, because you want to make changes, now you could file the decree as it is um, because he mm-hmm. authorized that. But any changes, he's gonna have to okay. And if he doesn't get off his butt and do anything with it, then you're gonna have to take him in front of the judge to get some stuff going. Okay, so I don't have to change my decree if I have all of the paperwork signed that, you know, he, the parental stuff for my new... As long as you're not changing anything at all from what he signed, you have to, you have to file it exactly the way that he signed it. Otherwise you're committing fraud. All right. Is the second child included in that paperwork? I don't, I don't think so. 20, he was born in 2020 and I filed in 2021. So I probably didn't even have time to change it. Yeah, I mean, you're going to have to include that information about the second child. Okay, so I need to get a new decree written up with no, well, you can ju- you can same and then no, 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 wait, wait. Here's the thing. You can handwrite it in. Just oh. and you're going to need to initial it, and but your ex is going to need to initial it too. Because you're changing okay. the you're original. Making a chain. It's called interlineation is the word we use when we handwrite it in. It's just a fancy word for writing it in. But you both have to initial it, acknowledging that there's been an, inter- an interlineation or a change. Okay, so I need to write in my new child's initials because all of it. You're gonna, you're gonna have to put. Okay, so you're gonna have to put. This is so much, the, much yeah. more complicated, and this is a great example of why you shouldn't be doing this. Email, right, you should by never yourself. do all this. Right, exactly. So give your name and number to Gimpy. I'll call you, and we'll talk about how to unscrew this. Okay, thank you so much. Hang, hang, on, the, hang on the line. This and, is right, a this classic is, exactly, example. This is classic. I mean, not knowing what to do and being confused. Knowing and, just enough. Well, and, and the thing is, is, she could probably have been divorced a year ago. You know, that's just the thing. And I'm not I'm not being critical of you, if, obviously, if you're still listening. But I'm just saying that this is why you don't want to do these things by yourself. This is what we do every day. We know what the laws are. We know what the judges require. This is why we're here. This is why we're serving you to get it done. Don't do it on your own. It's a cluster, and it's only getting worse. And if you notice, there's so many little hiccups to make sure you get the I's dotted and the T's crossed. That's why you need to hire the folks at Hensley & Associates to help navigate the sea of divorce or custody or had a child in the process of the divorce or whatever, because you can tell it complicates things immensely, but it's not something that can't be navigated with the right people. Right. And Jeff and the folks at Hensley & Associates can do that. The phone number, 918-398-5692. We got some people that couldn't get through, uh, and you can call that phone number. Mention KMOD. Get a free consultation over the phone 918-398-5692 for Hensley and Associates. Any family law scenario, divorce, spousal support, division of assets, father's rights, and they now have an office up in Pahuska to help with some of those northern counties in the state as well. That's right. It's the Shemake Law Firm up there and uh, we it's us. We just left the name, so give them a call up there. They can help with any of those out there that we don't have to pay for the, the driving up to those counties, but those they're doing a great job. They do all the counties up there and in addition to family law, they do every other bit of law, so criminal contract uh you've been in a car wreck give us a call you have medical malpractice someone screwed up your surgery call them up there uh we're handling all those kind of cases up there now so anything other than family law we do up in in that count or excuse me in our office in posca so Give them a call, and we can definitely represent you on every single one of those. 918-398-5692 for Hensley & Associates. Jeff, have a great week. Hey, you too. Thank Take you. a break, and we'll be back. You're listening to the Big Mad Morning Show. This is Tulsa's Morning Show. 97.5 KMOD.
Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. Time to find out what everybody learned. We'll start with Lindsay. Lindsay, what did you learn today? That the U.S. soccer team was eliminated and from the World Cup. Sad we lost, but happy. I've got four years before I have to pretend to care about soccer again. And also, uh, Gimpy wasn't the only celebrity at the Cowboy Cup over the weekend. Oh, I yeah? Le- yeah, I learned that Tina from Napoleon Dynamite was also there. You did. <laughs> Gimpy, what did you learn today? I learned these lawyers are such betas. I also learned that Lindsay's old man spent his day eating out in bed. <laughs> I learned that uh, Lindsay's husband dropped uh, peanuts on the floor. Oh, good for you. And I also learned that uh, there was this guy that totally steamrolled Gimpy, and he was like, oh, my. Oh, <laughs> it was more than he could handle. <laughs> it's Corbin saying make sure that dishwasher is loaded right. It's Lindsay. Stop tracking my cycle. This is Gimpy, and I'm sorry. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Far too kind. Uh, yeah. Ready? Uh, Can I get an encore? Do you want more? Cook and roll with the Brooklyn boys. So for one last time, I need y'all to roll. Uh, 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 yeah. Now what the hell are you waiting for? After me, there should be no more. So for one last time, make some noise. Enter password. Corbin. New messages. The Big Bad Morning Show would like to take a minute to thank troops from Oklahoma and all over the United States. These soldiers have sacrificed to give the Big Mad Morning Show the freedom to act like the total douchebags that they are. Total douchebag. Total, total, total douchebag. Douchebag. Total and complete douchebag. We honor and respect you. We honor and respect you. We honor and respect you. God bless. Rock and roll! It's over! Bicycle, Tulsa. <laughs> God bless Tulsa. We tried, boys. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing, and now now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.